episode two of the Caffeine Crew Cast of Pods. I am your host, Rob, and you can find me on the website I'm Riff Rat. Uh, I am Kenny, and you can find me on WC Kenny Me. I'm Pychin. And and your what's your name? Pychin. On the, oh dear God! On the website. Oh, Jesus. I don't know why. Oh, do I have I to would... give you my real name? I don't want to give you my real name. People are looking for me. <laughs> Paul. I would have. Well, you kind of do. I do. Yeah. I'm Benj. Yeah. You can find me on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Creeping on people. <laughs> I'm Kat, I'm uh, K McIntyre MT. I'm TJ, I'm Storyist on the website. And uh, so, as we did last episode, and we're going to be doing continuously, we're going to start off every show the same way we start off every other show, with the Reddit hypothetical. So, this one today is uh, very interesting. <laughs> um, Kat failed this one again, too, and uh, so if you have uh, any complaints, just throw them at the website. <laughs> but no. No, it's all good. Here, so. But no. Um, so the question is uh, for everybody tonight is, would you rather read Fifty Shades of Grey or the book American Psycho to an ent- um, elementary school and why? I can teach. Uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey because God knows our public schools need a sex ed. <laughs> <laughs> the ones we have don't teach anything. So we might as well give them a good shot. I'm going to straight up agree with him, but for a slightly different reason. I would absolutely go with Fifty Shades of Grey, but for the simple clause of you never have an elementary school where you're going to have the kids without the teachers. And I've seen some elementary school teachers. They're hot. If I can get them in the mood, I can totally take advantage of them when it's done. (laughs) I like that reasoning. I just like to point out, you know, due to certain laws, I'm not allowed within 50 feet of an elementary school, so I'm screwed as it is. That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> that is a joke. It's not a joke. I haven't really read either it. book. That's that's the problem. I haven't, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't read the books. Oh, take an educated I, guess. Educated guess. Educated I'd guess. probably, honestly, I'd go with American Psycho. I think there'd be a lot less... Have you at least seen the movie? I have, I've seen bits and pieces. Okay. I think there'd be... It's America. I think there'd be a lot less blowback over me introducing children to violence... Than the sexual acts. That's that's, a, that's, that's actually a good point. It's my yeah. opinion. And yet you use the term blowback. <laughs> I I personally think you show American Psycho to like the the music programs. He does very you know has very good descriptions of these eighties bands that I think kids true. can take. Take this song studio for example. Exactly. <laughs> you know you know sit the kids down, read them that in music class. And let them go nuts. They but if you're gonna do it right, if, if like you know, like they actually have like a little bit where they're sitting down and say, "Here's my favorite song, teach," and just make sure you have a chainsaw at the ready and a parka next to you. No, yeah, all points in time. And, and yeah, I was gonna say that's a really good idea to to just let them go nuts. <laughs> we'll show we'll show you a movie about how we just kill everyone to music yeah. and then put you in a room and tell you to pick out some music and go nuts. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, probably about as much as any other time you tell a bunch of teenagers to go nuts. Yeah. Elementary school. Well, oh, never mind American school system <laughs> oh. teenagers. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd go with American Psycho because I'm at least going to introduce them to good literature rather than shitty. I ouch. That's a you took that's a, a very good. That's a fair point. You took that from a very good perspective. It's <laughs> a very good perspective. That's probably the most apt. I would say that's apt. Well, you know, for me, like I was really torn because, like, you know, like I haven't read. American Psycho, but like I'm just going off based on the knowledge of the movie, so if it's similar in the same vein on yeah. how it reads, 
Because acting out a whole bunch of kids running around naked down a hallway with a chainsaw as you drop a chainsaw on a... He's wearing sneakers. Okay, he's wearing sneakers. <laughs> he's still wearing... There's that or make myself and a whole bunch of kids uncomfortable, but I figured I'm going to go with Fifty Shades of Grey because I'm going to do it on parent-teacher night. So I can make the kids and their parents feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we've been missing an obvious point on this, and it, it didn't pop into my head until Kat brought up the literature aspect. Yeah. No matter which book we read, the kids are going to look at us and go, what the hell did they just say? I'm not reading it anyway. What's, what, what is, a, what, what is a, a cacophony of blood? I don't understand. What, yeah. is, what is a clitoris? I don't yeah. know what that is. I think you're highly misjudging elementary school children <laughs> today's days. Yeah. 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 We did say they were teenagers. Has, no, well, no, remember, no, they have the internet. Bingo. <laughs> Has anyone actually read the book here? Fifty Shades of Grey? No. no. Uh, I've never I, wanted... I'll <laughs> bet I, I, I never wanted an aneurysm, but I have seen the first few paragraphs. Uh, okay. I read a couple oh. pages for fun because it was in a critique of it. Ah, I did better than that. <laughs> I watched an internet video of Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> reading Fifty Shades of Grey. And that was probably the best thing I've ever seen on the line. I can only prove it, I'd imagine. My yes. wife, my wife has read Fifty Shades of Grey, and she can't wait for the movie. I'm not sure what that says about my wife, but you know, that says you're going to have a good evening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody know what the rating on that would be when it comes out? They talked. They're Don't probably going to watch it. But knowing, actually, knowing Hollywood, the way that they're probably going to build this movie, they're going to do it at PG-13. How? Yeah, because knowing them, they probably will find a way to do it. From they what just I don't actually show anything. Yeah, it's too large. Uh, it's too large of a, a pop cultural phenomenon. For them to force it into an R rating. From what I understand, though, of the story, people that are the classy suburban housewife are looking going, oh my gosh, this is like awful. But in reality, most people I know that have read even bits and pieces yeah. say, this is, this is nothing. This is absolutely, right. this is, this is Skinamax when we have internet porn. Yeah. 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 See, but, it really is the difference. I, 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 you know what? I would like to envision something from the 1950s where they just slowly pan away and leave it up to your imagination. I don't like my imagination. I try to get rid of it at every point. Is it, no one my has imagination. We have internet porn. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, one of the things that I thought was funny too is because like when this got big, especially like in my office, in my offices, I was a 80% okay. denom, like, you know, like, Dominantly women, mm -hmm. and every one of them was reading it. And somebody was like, "You know, like they're like, did, did your wife read it?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "They're like, why is that?" And I'm like, "I was like, oh, it's just, just not her thing." It's like they're like, "Oh, it'll it'll change everything for your guys' sex life." Yeah. They all, everybody's like, you know, the moment the chill tunes just tie me up, and I'm like, "I just went to a fetish convention last weekend." <laughs> right? yeah, oh, sweetie, I write erotica. Is there we like sex swings in the book? Is that what's going on? Because then we have to explain that to the children what a sex swing is. I think they do. And they might get confused plug. with the swing outside. We'll find a bunch of little just, kids tied up in the swing. <laughs> you six it outside. <laughs> now you get on my lap the opposite way. Huh. I, can we get a time marker? I just want to see how long it took us to get uh, to... Uh, wow. <laughs> we started out by saying reading Fifty Shades of Grey to little kids. How long did you think eight, it would take? Eight minutes. Yeah, you're apparently. pretty much there already. Stay tuned for our next podcast when the feds kick the door down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to move one train wreck right next to the <laughs> So, all right. Okay. So Ben, you, I should. You have an issue apparently that you really need to address. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like to go to the gym real early in the morning, and that's you know when all the older guys, probably in their you know late forties, mid fifties, are there. They're wearing their cut off shirts, 
And there's not a lot of women there at the time, so I should probably put that in there too, just to make myself seem a, a little less creepy. Um, I've noticed that none of them have leg hair. Like none of them. It's like they it's like they go in the shower at 5 a.m. right when it opens up, and they sit there and shave their legs and come out because they're always like silky smooth. Do they have head hair? Barely. Well, then maybe the leg hair just fell out. Can that happen? Is that? I have no idea. I don't think that's how it works. New version of male pattern baldness? <laughs> Half baldness? Everybody that goes to the gym has alopecia? <laughs> Maybe. That might... Why would... Why, all right, so if you're not a swimmer, mm-hmm. we talked about... You're not a biker. Why? They may... Well, I would have to, to venture a guess that none of us have actually watched, like, granny porn. So you look at a lot of the girls nowadays, and they are completely shaved vagina... Part of it's because we see what? completely shaved vaginas in the porns. Maybe the granny porn has a lot of men with shaved legs, and that's what the older women like. That could be. <laughs> that's so I... disturbing. <laughs> Which part? Grandma! <laughs> Can you settle a bit for me? <laughs> yeah. So, Grandma, we were talking the other day, and uh, what did the men Kenny mentioned come? maybe having lots of... It's, it's always possible, though, because I, I worked with a guy, goes to the gym a lot, you know, Rock climbed out all that stuff, you know, really physically built dude. He shaved his chest. He would always go on and on about it because his girlfriend enjoyed his smooth chest. Okay. So it's it's always possible, you know, that these people may be dating people that enjoy it. All of them. Statistically, that's impossible. They're all dating someone who goes, you know what, I'm like my guy hairless. Not statistically impossible with Viagra. They could all still be dating. That's true. Well, I mean, like, I I can say this. Like, uh, my my brother-in-law is uh, was a boxer and now he's a trainer. Okay. And, like, I know, like, I, he pretty much has to shave down, though, too. But I think that's a big part of that, though, too, is just because, especially if you're in a fight, you get a hit to the chest or anything like that. I mean, You've the got, chest I can't, but the leg, like, it, it, it's, I don't know. Well, I mean, you're also sweating like crazy, though, too, and, like, maybe it, it, it just helps. Are hotter? Are they swimmers? <laughs> no. <laughs> are, are they drag queens? <laughs> oh, God, that's actually probably more likely than the swimming. <laughs> So, just to point something out, so I put in, why would a guy shave his legs okay. in Google? Oh, the third result was, what's the deal with men who shave their legs? Yeah. Uh, this is like a what's the deal with shaving legs? <laughs> I'm, I'm skimming the article. Uh, I'd be curious to know what comes up when he says, what's the deal with men shaving their, and let's Google finish it. Like, you know, <laughs> Apparently, they don't give any actual reasons why they just... Apparently, the, the person who wrote the article draws the line at shaving the man, uh, men shaving their legs. Um, so nobody knows. Do they do it every day? Answer. Is that something you have to do on a daily okay. basis? I'll put it this way. Okay, I, my legs are very tattooed. So okay. in the summertime, I will clipper down my legs. I won't shave them. I won't pick them. Well, down. you don't want to cover it's, things up. Well, it's, it's not even that though, too. But like, no, I, don't I want to put suntan lotion on my legs. If okay. you've ever like gone out and been in the sun, you yeah. have your guys happens to be incredibly hairy. Putting suntan lotion on through thick leg hair is just kind of like just making leg hair wet and gooey more than it is covering your actual skin. Speaking as someone who has actually shaved his legs once, I did it when I was like 14 or 15 because it was the summer and I guess when you're staying up to 2 o'clock in the morning watching USA Network, (laughs) I got nothing better to do. But it's possible that once you've shaved your legs, so I go to the gym, all the guys there seem to have shaven legs. I want to fit in. I shave them once. you got to shave them forever. That shit itches so bad. That's what I mean. It back can't in. be comfortable. It's, it's, <laughs> As the only woman here who does regularly shave her legs, it does. It, yeah. it, it, if you do it once 
and it starts coming through, it is annoying. If you have thicker hair and stuff like yep. that, if it starts coming through, it it's annoying as fuck when it starts coming through. Once it gets to a reasonable length, it's not as bad, but when it's at early stages, it's like, Ugh. So, yeah, usually you just end up reshaving it because it's annoying. Now, I want to know why, since you brought that up. I shave my face, and then it'll grow in, and sometimes I'll get, like, half a beard type thing going. Like, not patchy, yeah. but not long. And it's not really itchy. I shave my crotch. It's not itchy. Oh. If it starts to grow back in. Am I just an anomaly where it's not itching? You're an yes, anomaly. Yes, you're an anomaly. Yeah. I'll put it this way. Like, Speaking I, of like... Me and Kenny, for like a long time ago, had a we, conversation. We don't shave our crotch together. Much, no, not together. Much, not much. But we had the discussion. You know, like, you know, it's actually, it feels, you know, you gotta, man, like, guys, guys manscape nowadays. I think this is pretty much It makes, it makes your dog look bigger. Let's, let's face the facts. If I don't want hair in my teeth, she doesn't want hair in her teeth. Oh. It's just considerate. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I've gone and said, fuck it, I wonder what happens if I just shave it in full. And let me tell you, that is the worst week yeah. of my life I've ever had. Oh, yeah. I... And I've made that mistake, and I'm like, and I will never do that again. So, like, I will leave a patch up front, but, like, everything around it, I just take it all down. But that area is fine, because, like, I think your body just gets used to it. But the, but the legs... To an extent, but... I'll tell you, I just let the contractors handle it. I pay them, they come in, they do their thing. You know, it's always a surprise to me when I get up the next morning. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just find it unsettling when I'm sitting there. And I'm, it's, it's 5 a.m. There's nothing else to look at. I'm like... Slowly, just like, you know, glancing around, looking in the mirrors, going, that guy have like hair? That guy doesn't have like hair. It could also be... <laughs> What's uh, less creepy, though? The way that they're all... I know! It's hairless, or that you are fixated on that every morning. It gnaws at me every day. Each one of them has a support group, that they sit around and like, do you see the one guy that comes in at 5 a.m.? Does he have a serious thing for legs or something? No, here's the thing. Here's the thing is, is none of them talk to me. So I'm pretty sure they're onto it. I wonder why they don't talk to you. Because like, that's like creepy leg guy. Creepy leg guy's over there. So... So that's exactly... So, so, so there's, your new name, there's your name for the site. Yeah, there creepy you go. leg guy. Creepy leg guy. Man, I can't wait to start uh, reading your articles. It could also yeah. be a... It's um, just pictures of calf muscles all the time. <laughs> That's all it is. No writing, it's just that. I just wear t-shirts with calf muscles on it. <laughs> so it could actually be a um, uh, a cosmetic thing. They're, they might think that they're... Because if they're getting into their uh, like 50s and 60s, their light hair might actually be turning gray. Oh, and they might not like that's that. That's a good point. That's a good call. Okay, because, I mean, yeah. right now I'm in my 30s and my light hair is all black. But if, you know, if I'm going in Does 50s, light hair go? Go, go. Yes, yeah, because my father's... Because my grandfather's leg hair was white. I want to know, because none of the guys at the gym have leg hair, so I can't figure this stuff out. <laughs> Do you not remember your like, grandparents? I'll put it this way. If, oh, yeah. Hey, Grandpa, how's it going? You're 90 now. I'm just going to stare at your legs. Well, it sounds like something you would do. <laughs> Not in the family. I could go to retirement home, I guess. Pretend I'm like some, like, you know. Some there you go. Go to a retirement pool party. Yeah. Hey, guys. This is here for my creepy fetish. Did, did you just draw the line? That yeah. creepy? Not in the family. <laughs> Strangers in a gym. That shit's acceptable. I will absolutely read Fifty Shades of Grey to a child, but I will not no, get my grandfather's legs. I'm not doing it. You stole my joke, you jackass. <laughs> I'm not selling Grandpa's name. Oh, oh my God. Lord. <laughs> I don't know. Shit. It's just something that I had to talk about. 
that's hurt. Because well, actually, did, did something did we help any? No. Okay. You just made me feel worse about it. Now I know why no one boxed him in. Now, now when he goes to the gym, like, tomorrow morning at 5 a.m., he's just like, don't make it look like they notice. <laughs> he's got his hand up over his eyes, like, he's, like, peering around, like, yeah. the weights, like... There, I mean, I am wearing sunglasses. You think that would, um... At the gym? <laughs> so you're making yourself that much creepier at this point. What is oh, I really ugly. I would like to point out sunglasses. I would like to point out that there's actually a very simple solution to if this really bothers you to get rid of it. Go to the gym at six a.m. That gets rid of it. No, that it's like a whole. I don't know. That's a whole different people. That's like the work fresh shaven leg men that you can freak out. <laughs> that's like, that's like yeah, and, and, the, and, the, and the, they're wearing work boots. Or you could just be the normal 20-something guy yeah. that goes to the gym when the hot girls are there instead of the old men. There's that, like, too. Alright, here's the thing. Alright, so when you go later, there's like maybe, you know, you get like 10 pretty hot girls. The ones that are there at 5 a.m. are really hot, but they're all encircled by the leg, the hairless <laughs> men. They just you look can't... hot because they're encircled by hairless men. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. It's comparative. This is going to sound crazy. Ask somebody at the gym. Because I guarantee you that the, the people that work at the gym... Talk? No, 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 no. You don't ask someone that's Not actually working out. People. You ask one of the people that actually works at the gym. Go, hey, I just happen to notice. Because they tend to have a tendency of knowing everybody. I bet that's you if there's true. an actual reason behind it, they know why. Okay. That's I bet. Fesh, so you're proposing that <laughs> AKA creepy leg guy <laughs> yeah. walks up to someone in the gym <laughs> yeah. wearing his sunglasses <laughs> yeah. and hoodie and goes, yeah. hey, uh, my Unabomber hey, hoodie. Can, yeah. can, can you tell me about shaving legs? Yeah. There's what, nothing seriously? creepy about that at all. So, so my other question to you would be... Please. Uh, all right, for our viewers, I am a 30-year-old <laughs> Wait, fat what? Italian, um, and Ben is a rather good-looking, muscular guy. Beefcake? Yeah. There you go. Also now, so, also now known as Ben. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ben. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why. I just called you Ben. I'm sorry. Oh, Ben. Ben. There you go. We're just going to start calling you Ben now. Um, you know how I like three ben. names that are not actually your name. Nice. Um, awesome. So do, they, they, do these guys at the gym who shave their legs, do they look like you or do they look like me? Good question. You know, ballpark it. You know, they don't all. He's only ever no. looked at their legs. I only looked at their legs. I don't even know what their faces look like. He's like, I don't know, but they're really amazing oh, calf muscles. Like yeah. they're really, really. That's nice. the thing, though, is none of them do. None of them do legs. Like you Ooh. never see them lift He's their like, legs. Come on, that work this leg. Kind of like see that flex. Fall. You know, it looks like someone stuck toothpicks in a meatball. That's so what they, they look, look like. like me. Yes, but with really skinny legs. Okay. But no, like, must they don't lift their legs. They're, they're built, the but they're built. They're at the gym. Are they actually, like, building? So I'm also big? pretty sure they don't even We're work fat. out. I'm pretty sure they just walk around with shaved legs, talking to girls that are, like, half their age. Are you sure that you're at a gym? <laughs> and not maybe it's the CVS or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is sounding more and more like I'm at the Eckerd's Club. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the people working at the Eckerd's are staring there, like, from the bench. They're like, why are you lifting the laundry detergent? <laughs> yeah. like, Get out of our store. Yeah. Sir, there is no shower here. We yeah. ask that you put your clothes back on. He never Whatever buys anything, but he gives us $300 every year. What yeah. the hell? Whatever you touch, make sure you wipe it down, please. <laughs> and I'm actually staring at Ken dolls. I have no hair on their legs. <laughs> What's with you guys? Why don't you have any leg hair? And all the men are only like eight inches tall. It's crazy. And they all have like, like dirty blonde hair. They live in plastic boxes. 
So, so we've gone from uh, creepy like guy to crazy like guy. Oh, oh, guy. It could be a psychotic episode. And God forbid someone in my gym stumbles upon this, and then I'm just, I can't go back there. Anymore. They don't know what you look like. They just know what you sound like. That's the thing, though. If, if I go in there and go, hey, this trainer, come here, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to ask you um, Why? Why is everybody shaving their legs? They're going to go, you're looking at everybody's legs? Hey, this guy looks at all your legs while he's here. That's one possibility. The other possibility is that they then kill you because you've stumbled on some sort of a secret. That's I wouldn't too. do it, you know? Now so, I'm thinking about it. So if it's a Planet of Fitness, it is, like, I would assume they have the alarm, too. So, like, soon as oh, they start freaking out, they hit the button and everybody starts panicking. <laughs> yeah, they got to start slamming weights down. <laughs> no, it's going to be, because you're assuming that they would know. The answer, if you walked up to them and said, why, why do they shave their legs? The guy's going to look at you and go... Because they're females, and in today's society, <laughs> it's not until you say, no, the men, that he's just going to throw you out the door. No. <laughs> I disagree. Um, so, my question is, what gym do you go to? That it's, way it's we, can el- drop, we can drop off the podcast and they can play it for everybody. Yeah, you play it over, 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 the, uh, over the Ace of Base they play there <laughs> in the morning. Nice. My pro- if I ask somebody, I'm afraid it's going to like open Pandora's box, and next thing you know, they're talking about bleaching their assholes back by the locker. <laughs> It, it's strength. my brain started rewriting. I saw the sign. I was like, I saw your legs. And it opened up my mind. I saw your legs. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to uh, be in a cult by the end of the month. It's going to be great. Uh, they're probably one day I'm going to walk out like after my workout and they're going to grab me and put me in a van. That's what the fuck about. are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I would like to point out for the record, though, you're wearing long pants. For all we know, your legs are shaped. For all we know. Moving oh, on. He starts here out the window, roll out of my truck. God. I was hoping to see his legs. Damn it. So, considering you had something that drove you nuts this week, I also had something that drove me absolutely nuts this week. Um, so much so, I actually wrote something up on the website about it. If you read my article, I do uh, the What the Fuck Wednesday every week. And um, this week, I tackled a topic that drove me just nuts. So, Marvel Comics. Like, I know not everybody here is a big comic creator. But everybody here, pretty much, I would assume, has seen the Avengers, yay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So everybody knows who Thor is. Yes. Okay. Yes. So a sexy woman. They've heard a lot. Yeah. Yes, apparently now, now, Thor is a sexy woman. And this drove me nuts. So, right. okay. Why? Okay, here's, here's the thing. And like I said, and if you read my article, I even say it's right on Front Street that, again, has nothing to do with all of a sudden they're just... It's now there's a female superhero taking over, like, a, a classic mainstay name. It's... Right. I think there needs to be more good, positive role models for women reading comics because it's becoming so prevalent now. I think that's great. It helps the yeah. industry thrive. You want to have a place where you're reaching as many demographics as humanly possible. Like, it's coming into the modern age. The old comics were not that way. It right. was that very, like, you know, young white kids that you were focusing on. Like, yeah. that's how it ran. Like, that's Demographic it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's, it was whitewashed, like most of other things. Oh, I okay. I thought you had something to say. But no, so, I mean, what drove me nuts about this was, here's the problem. Like, the way marketing works for comic books, yeah. especially when they feed in other mediums, it becomes a huge issue. Like, you're saying, here's the new Thor. It's going to be a female. This is not some PR stunt, blah, 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 blah. Thor's going to be a female from here on out. Yeah. And my hand just goes up, and I'm like, bullshit? Well, right. here, here's a good reason why. Marvel Comics built this massive brand. It's like this household brand. Everybody knows now. Since, like, yeah. Iron Man 1 came out. Like, they worked many, many years. Like, from a company that was, like, in the toilet, about to close their doors. Right. To a company that is now owned by Disney, one of the most important companies that's out there. Yeah. You know, 
It's financial juggernaut. This right. Movie. You go to a movie any any time now, and like you watch trailers, especially if you see an action flick. Oh, there's like two yeah. to three of the trailers uh, yeah, are movies. comic book movies made by Marvel Studios or another company holding Marvel Studio properties. Sure. So ultimately, one of the big movies that's coming up is Avengers Two: The Age of Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Okay. So here's a problem. Little Johnny, first comic book movie he ever sees. Never read a comic book in his life. Yeah. He sees Thor on the big screen. He's just like, oh my god, I really like Thor. Shoot you lightning, throwing a hammer at things. He's the yeah. god of thunder. This is amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, and his father looks at him and is like, well, he's, a, he's got comic books. Do you want to read all about him? He's like, yeah. this kid's never picked up a comic book. So his dad takes him to a comic book store or goes on to like comicsology and yeah. grabs him like a digital version he can look through on an iPad and here he's seeing female Thor. Right. And it's like, dad, this is not the character I just saw on the big screen. Yeah. Marvel knows this. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 continue, though. Go no, ahead. no, well, like, I'll, I'll, no, I was just wondering what the problem... I'm sure you're going to get to why you think that's a problem, but right. I'm, I'm kind of curious to, to, to hear your reasoning. Okay. Continuity issues. Uh, actually, no, it's not continuity no, issues. It's because my upcoming article for Spandex and Capes actually touches on the same thing. It's that the studios, the, com- the, the parent company, Marvel, Disney, they treat the consumer like an idiot. Right. Okay. They come to you and they say, here's our female Thor. She's going to be around indefinitely. She's now the new Thor. Okay? And she's not going to be. And the reason being is because if you go to the store, if you go to a Kmart, if you go to a Toys R Us and you go, all right, I'm going to buy a Thor figure, it looks like Chris Hemsworth. Right. Or a yeah. comic book looks like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, they altered the comic There's no the way... They're going to change the money market that is the Avengers. Okay. It damages to, to, the brand. It damages the I understand that. No, and it's not because she's a woman. No, I want to make no, that no, absolutely yeah, clear. Right, not right, at all. Right. We definitely don't want to be misogynistic here. Yeah. But I heard on the way over here, actually, believe it or not, I was listening to, uh, to NPR because <laughs> I, you know, don't have a life. But that. anyway, um, okay. no, they pointed out though, and, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here or if, or if that source is wrong, that uh, there has been a history in the franchise of the hammer passing hands. Yes, and but it's always indefinite. It's always a, a, a defined period of time, and eventually right. it so reverts back. They have said that she's this is it. They actually they say that? this every time though. Like yeah. me and TJ have read comics most of our lives. <laughs> I mean, like Kat's been reading comics for quite a long time now too. Yeah. I'm sure everybody here has at least had a comic book in their hands at some point in Punisher. Oh yeah. Brain. Okay. So DC, here's so. here's here's the fact though. Like, um, so you look at this and. This has happened with every movie, and there's a really good point that backs this up. They're gonna, their press release that they say to like Newsweek and Time and all these people that wrote right. this story, because that's the company's reporting on this. Mm-hmm. It's not just like the, it's not just the geek bloggers out there like us. Right. It's everybody. Like this broke on MTV. Uh, MTV. No, it, it broke on the View. Oh, the View. The View. Ooh, Gold, yeah, Whoopi, so they fed it to all these. Whoopi yeah. Goldberg is the to one that brought this up. Sensationalism. All right, so, I call pandering. Man. Okay, so yeah, I here, call pandering. Here's the thing. Pandas? Calling pandas. What? <laughs> what? That's, that that's is a legitimate panda noise. So, so actually, because I have sex with pandas. <laughs> they don't sound like that. It doesn't sound like that at all. And you're, and you're not doing, doing it right. right. Not even when, not even when they're gargling it when I'm done. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Let's okay. go back to women. Well, uh, we're just kind of talking about them. The, actually, a better example of the comic book industry treating people like idiots is, so there's an upcoming storyline at Marvel where Marvel is going to kill Wolverine. 
They're going to kill him. He's going to be dead as a doornail. No, he's not. And they've said <laughs> yeah. that they have no plans on ha- on bringing Wolverine back. In other words, they haven't written the story on how he comes back yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's still Does through anybody one of the here remotely think that they're going to leave Iron Man... Uh, they're going to leave Wolverine dead. He's their... Arguably their biggest character. Exactly. The <laughs> merchandising alone says Wolverine will return. Yeah. yeah but that's, that's like Apple saying, hey, we're not making iPhones anymore. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like, this is the i... This is like, I don't know, the i talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is the i talk. Yeah, but I mean, they, they, didn't the didn't the Superman franchise do this after the death of Superman? Remember, okay. they had Black Superman, I'll, they had the guy with the suit. I'll get to that really quick. Yep. But here's the reason why. So... All right, um, Avengers, uh, Avengers Two is coming out. Yeah, Marvel, I guarantee, you, as this story is being written and they're saying, "Here's our push, and this is what we're going to do, and this is exactly how it's going to go." The moment the marketing blitz for Avengers Two really kicks off, not like the here's the first images that are in like you know Entertainment, like, Entertainment Weekly, like where they showed off the trailer in the week. theater while you're watching. But before else. the trailers, like when the trailers are running, they'll still have the story going. But yeah. but I guarantee you, by the day that box office opens, the traditional Thor will be the person. Wielding the hammer yet again, because again the moment that's bringing in the readers. That's what saved yeah. Marvel. Those movies becoming big did that. Well, is it not justifiable to say that that's their intention all along? But if you were to sit there and say we're going to have a female Thor, but it'll be back to a male <laughs> Thor by the time the movie starts, would we'll kind of take away from it. Well, no, well, mm. here, you don't want to tell ahead, them ahead, the end of the story. Well, no, really, what they just have to say is keep reading mm-hmm. by lying yeah. to us. Yeah. They're okay. saying you're an idiot and you're going to buy this line. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's really the, what they should be doing instead of saying and like with the article I, I did and the one that you're working on too. Um, we discussed the big problem is in comic books and then like even other big mediums like James Bond. You know, like you, if you do certain things with James Bond and really go outside of the range of what James Bond is. Yeah, James Bond is always at the end of the day. The next time the next movie comes out, will be James Bond. Right. It's going to be exactly what you expect of James Bond. Um, when you have really specific characters that are really well-known, like Batman, Superman, yeah. Wolverine, Spider-Man, all these characters that everybody knows, the problem is because they are so well-known and are iconic characters, they right. really cannot change. Yeah. They're locked into who they are and what they are. Yeah. It's the side characters that you can, you have the freedom to do whatever the hell you want to. Yeah. Or I mean, just bring in a whole new franchise, like make right. create new things. You want a, you want to introduce a new fe- like a strong female character. Write a new female character. Make her, you know, push it. Right. If you want, you know, more, you want like a Hispanic lead instead of oh, let's just change over this one that we've had forever. Make a new one. Push something new. Bring something fresh. Right. Thor's the, little sister. The problem, right. though, the problem is that gets back to the problem with I think a lot of the movies that are coming out nowadays where people are complaining. We did, we talked once about, you know, it just seems like there's comic book movies. And it's every day you turn around, there's a new comic book movie. Yeah. It, the problem is is the very investment model that, that these things run on. You're not... You're taking a risk with any new character generalization. Or, uh, you know, uh, uh, creation. Yeah. Right. You're not taking a risk with something like Thor. Thor is established. Thor makes a lot of money. I hate to say it. You, they could make a, a Thor movie with a female in it. It's going to make money. People are going to go out and see it. You know, that's why you continue to get that. Uh, my, my personal opinion is that's, but that's it is the, a the, big the, risk. The problem though, even so, I understand why you're saying that, but here's yeah, the thing. Think it's fiscal. You can put it, have a female Thor movie, mm-hmm. okay? 
This is what happens immediately. You have the comic book fan go boys, and if anybody has read a fucking oh, internet posting or anything like <laughs> yeah. that, you have yeah, the most outspoken group of assholes that are out, out there. Like anybody that is a YouTube commenter or an <laughs> article commenter online, I don't care. They will rant, they will rave, and I guarantee you, they'll spend money on it just so they can know what to bitch about when they rant the next day. And, and the, yeah. the, the best thing is, I, uh, there's a whole like, talk in the restaurant industry. If you've ever worked at a kitchen or a restaurant, um, every manager will always tell everybody this one key phrase. For every ten people that come in here that had an amazing time, one person will talk about it. Hmm. If one out of those ten people had a horrible time, they'll tell the world. Hmm. Yeah. But that one person will maybe only tell, that had a great time, will tell one person. It's, internet comments are based on people complaining. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to write when you're angry, not when you're like, this was the best thing I ever saw. It's a lot more rare. Like, go out to any comment threads. Yeah. Like, it's, you don't see a lot of stuff thriving that way. The other problem with creating a new character yeah. is, and this is going to sound horrible, the industry the people who are funding the comic book industry mm-hmm. are still <clears throat> white guys. Yeah. And 75 or more percent of the comic book industry is fueled by white men. Yeah. Okay. They've had, for example, Blue Beetle from the New 52 was a Hispanic kid. Book got canceled. Uh, Static Shock. Awesome character. Too. Awesome character. Yeah, Black character. character. Eight issues. Canceled. Vibe. Oh, I vibe. So angry. Serious. Hispanic Port- hero. Canceled. Yeah. Batwing. Birds of Prey. Canceled. <laughs> Batwing. Sad. Canceled. Birds of Prey. So and that's because they're just not, well, for not buying movies. the comics. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You wouldn't relate the to the character, I guess. Okay. It's. I, I, people are yelling at comic book companies for not hiring women writers to write their comics. Or, or with female artists, and but then if you go and do a search, yeah, okay, there aren't many. If, I mean, and don't get me wrong, when I say not many, if there are ten thousand people trying to break into comics, you know, a thousand of them are women. Mm-hmm. Yes, they should be hired, but proportionately, there's still more men yeah. trying to get into the comic book industry than there are women. But when it comes down to it, the question, and I've had this debate with people in other aspects of society. Do you really think that they are opposed to the women? I think that they're looking for greed. They're looking for money. That's yeah, exactly. It. It so if these money, women yeah. can write stories that are going to sell, they'll do it gladly. If you can get a black uh, hero that is going to sell hundreds and hundreds of comic books, they're, they'll do it gladly. Yo, they don't yeah, care. I, it's all exactly. about the money. Um, I agree with that. But here's the other problem, too. If you are someone, I'm, I'm branching off of what you were saying, TJ, mm-hmm. with, um, you know, like, the pool, the pool that they're drawing from is a lot less. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know something's a boys' club, sometimes it turns you off from trying. Yeah, and, and, I, it's, and I'm, it's a tough thing to break into, and it's the same thing with color, too. Um, Kev gets really, Kev posts a lot of articles about this on our blog, actually. And, you know, a lot of times when you know something's a certain way, you're kind of dissuaded from. So it does It does become very difficult. And then yeah. you have to look at it. If you have a white guy writing a book, you know, with a woman character or, you know, a black character or something like that, it may not come off the right way. It may come off like a white guy trying That's to right. write it and then won't yeah. sell because yeah. of it. You know? and, and I just want to be sure that I'm clear. I'm not supporting the fact that it's a white guy club. Yeah. I think it should no, change. I, I think it's a big right. problem. Yeah, I think it's a huge. I think it's a huge problem. Yeah. The problem, is, God, but it's hard, it's hard you know, the, yeah, it's 
you have to more pe- the more that women start buying comics, the more that women that you know minorities start buying comics and showing, hey, we're you know we're going to make Static Shock sell you know twenty thousand copies, thirty thousand copies. That's a good selling book in a month. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're all approaching this, and we 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 mentioned earlier, you know, it it seems to be pandering. It seems to be you know uh, uh, being thrown at us. Is it possible that? The comic book industry is looking at the fact that the only way they're going to thrive is that is if they diversify. Now we've already established that that startups on their own or brand new characters don't do well. Is it possible that Marvel's looking at it like we introduce a female Thor? Granted, it looks like pandering, but maybe that does get women interested, and then we can maybe try startups. Once we've established a base that will will be interested in it, well, that's the hope. And I even brought that up in my article. As I was saying, it was like this character made me Thor for a year, and that's great. And I, I, my, my, I even stated my hopes are this is a great, strong, well written female character. Yeah. And after she's not Thor, she can still be something. Else. I'm hoping that she becomes a really good character that thrives. And yeah, that's a way to have a point of entry. But at the same time, though, too. Every comic company like Marvel, DC, and, and some of the larger in, uh, side companies, too, that are out there, like Dark Horse and all, these guys have a massive list of characters, like C-list, D-list characters. They yeah. can just build up from the ground up and make interesting if they put them in the right books and the right stories. Hmm. And they can st- focus on them instead of making a PR stunt where you're aligned to your audience, which may bring in an audience, but you're going to lose that audience the moment you take that power away. Um, and the other thing, too, is if they bring her in and then take her away once, you know, the movie kicks in, it cheapens it. Mm, it it's, it's a great yeah. idea, yeah. but then the second you go, hey, we did it for a little bit, but we don't actually want that, so we're just going to ditch it, you know? The the other thing is, okay, so Thor, the, the male character, isn't actually going anywhere. He right. will still be around. Mm-hmm. He just becomes unworthy of his hammer. He's not going to hold Mjolnir anymore. Yeah. That's, that's, and, he's going to have an axe. And yeah. that's all it is. So the, fe- yeah. so the female Thor picks up the hammer and becomes Thor. But that which, also lessens her because the other Thor is still around. something else? Yeah. It, <laughs> she has... The, I mean, my yeah. problem with it is is if they killed, if they killed Thor... You know, I could believe that she was Thor, you know. Sure, but... But he's still there. He's still the god of thunder. And he's still on the Avengers team. Yeah. It's not like this Thor is right. going to be on the Avengers. She's just Thor. Well, like with Batman with the Robins. Why can't you do something similar to that? Nightwing is just as interesting as Batman is now. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Well, is it possible that we're all looking at this from too much of the reader standpoint and not enough of the business standpoint? Is it a coincidence that we are now... All talking about the Avengers, that the main society is talking about the Avengers. You said it premiered on The View and it's getting in, written up in magazines and it's putting the Avengers back into people's minds about halfway, about halfway between the two Avengers. So it's like we had the Avengers, it's kind of tapered off a little bit. Boom, they throw in a publicity stunt to bring it back into the now mainstream. Well, it's it's marketing. It's a business. We're all looking at stories, but, but in reality, it's a business for these people. And look, well, well, I, say, I, I do understand that, but I wish they had actually treated their audience as not morons. Because if you're going to put out a, a, a press letter like that and say, and like, I'll even put this way, one of the companies that I think actually was off of the where the like, it was Entertainment Weekly or Time wrote up about this, and they said specifically in quotes the all new all female Thor. Like they made that like. 
the header yeah. of their oh, fucking yeah. article. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And like, so what that too? And I'm like, yeah. so uh, there's going to be Yeah, we're back yeah, that's, like, that's where my brain went too. I'm like, let's, what the fuck? Let's not offend Let's not offend our trans community now. Hey, no, no, no. I'm all for too. Go for it. Transgender. Wait, hold but in reality, I mean, that is what we're talking about. They got a big headline. They got yeah. it. They got it out. And this was all. And if they had just put out a press release saying, we're going to have a short sec- section of time where there's a female Thor before the real one comes back, it would not have gotten this press. It would not have gone into the mainstream and it would not have given them the marketing that they wanted. It's, it's all Disney. I mean, it, when you guys, I just told these two kind of under my breath. It, on, they sit on the view, which is on ABC. Which is owned by Disney. Yeah. If that doesn't say like, "Hey, we're doing this for our financial gain," yeah, what? I mean, it's as clear as day That's when you want to look saying. at it in that point. The they also made Marvel also made two other announcements this week. One is that um, Oprah's Iron Man. Yeah, no, <laughs> actually, very close. Uh, Sam Wilson she got more money than he does. <laughs> he does, he does. Sam, if she wants a suit, she'll fucking make a suit. She's got a suit that just lets her eat pies quicker and quicker. It's actually a conveyor belt flips up in the front. You get a Mark 7. You get a Mark 8. You get a Mark 12. Uh, I get the rest. We just pissed off Oprah. You realize she will have her revenge. I know she will. Uh, but you're actually pretty close. Sam Wilson, the Falcon from yeah, uh, the new Captain America movie. Cat, yeah. He's now fucking a, character. I want him to have his yeah. own fucking movie. He was amazing. Yeah, but now you're making now Captain America. Gonna, now he's going to be Captain America. Iron like, Man will be moving to San Francisco, apparently combining his his start tech with iPod technology, I swear to God, and become the white superior Iron Man. Yep. Wait, say that again? That sounds the like white like... superior Iron Man. That makes me really uncomfortable. It's a, it's I got a pamphlet over... of the Burning Cross on it last night. <laughs> the same exact thing. No, no, the, it's going to be a white costume, a white armor, okay? And he's calling himself the superior Iron Man. What Please the... tell me that the very first page of the very first episode or the very first scene of the movie, wherever they debut it, he gets shot right above the lip and gets a little black mark right there. <laughs> we can only hope. Uh... He gets a little burn mark. <laughs> I feel dirty now. I actually okay. feel like I need to shower. I'll put it this way. alloy there. Uh, for, all, for all of us to look at all these things, though, like, and the big thing is, as much as this is an issue, uh-huh. I am happy that they are trying at least, but at the same time, they really need to try a lot fucking harder. Yeah. Like, the American, I, I understand America as a whole, we're not exactly the smartest country in the fucking world. Uh, I disagree. But... I disagree. <laughs> But you think we are the smartest country in the no, entire no, world? No, 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 no. I, I don't think we're as dumb we as... We have a very large population. There's bound to be a lot of dummies in it. Is this going to cause you guys to stop reading? That's that's my curiosity. Since you guys are the... the, the, the oh, the I'm United a DC States. man, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't matter, yeah. TJ, I, is, is I this going to... Uh, I read Marvel mainly to be unbiased in my reviews. Okay. Um, so, which basically means you're not a Marvel fan either. <laughs> Honestly, I was a Marvel fan until... Uh, the current editor uh, until uh, Joe Casada took over, and then he started making decisions that I just didn't agree with. For example, Captain America became a self righteous <laughs> thug who, instead of you know, occasionally having a conversation with his colleagues and friends about why they had differences of opinion, he would just break a chair over their head. But like, here's the thing: they got to change to meet the I, modern times. I'll put it this way: <laughs> still, like, I, just because I'm a DC guy does not mean I don't yeah. care about the Marvel characters. Because mm-hmm. I, I will say this. For me, is if you put a story in front of me that I can pick up and read and really enjoy, I will read it to my heart's content and yeah. 
I am reading Original Sin that's happening in Marvel right now, and I think it's a great story. It's really unique. It's very interesting. But I was born and raised on DC, so that's where I kind of just go. Like, yeah. comics are expensive. Like, yeah, like, yeah everybody say, oh, it's only three bucks, bucks an issue, but when you're reading a lot of the line, it yeah. turns into a very expensive week really quickly. Like, yeah. TJ, like, was the, one of the people that helped push me into reading again. I need to get back Like, to I stopped for a long time, and he was one of the people that said, you know what, this Marvel book, you may not be as apt to reading them, read this. You'll enjoy it. And I, every time he says that, I always do. And I, it makes me want to read those characters more. But when I have to dive into continuity, that's driving me up the wall. But the thing is, I've been with DC continuity so long, it's not hard for me to keep up with it. Um, and, like, I'll, like, I'm a bigger Spider-Man fan. and I fell off doing the clones, the clone saga, which was just the largest cluster F ever written. But I've come Why back. Why did you self-edit yourself there? I don't say know. it, man. Say, say it with passion. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, the largest clusterfuck Marvel's Ooh. ever written. That was um, nice. Okay, uh, but they um, they did. Um, but when Dan Slott, the current writer of Spider-Man, came on, he took a lot of the uh, mythology that was already there mm-hmm. in Spider-Man and brought it to the forefront. And he's been mm-hmm. writing. It He's been expanding the mythology. He brought. Well, he did good, an excellent yeah. series called yeah. The Superior Spider-Man, in which Doctor Octopus. Why all of a sudden are all the characters superior? I just well, it, it was Doctor Doctor Octopus took over the, the brain. Sound has risen again. Via <laughs> <laughs> comic book. Uh, Doc Ock took over Spider-Man's body and swore to become a better hero than Peter Parker was. So he became the superior Spider-Man. But it's it, starting to worry about this. Yeah. This is starting to sound like much darker of a. Oh no no! Yeah. It was it was this hysterical. No, it, it, this was hysterical. They were take over the comic book. Industry. And I highly recommend <laughs> you guys read it. This, yeah. The series which, is now over. What's, I'm, I'm writing. What's what's the it's called? The Superior Spider-Man. It, and it it's hysterical because it's imagine the biggest egomaniac you can yeah. trying to be a hero. Well, I. It, it sounds like a fun twist, yeah. It is. And the thing is, so they said that this was permanent and they had no plans to bring Peter Parker back. And they... And they brought him back just in time for <laughs> okay. Amazing Spider-Man gotcha, 2. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. But, and, um, and again, it, it, again, all this proves the point really well, too, Like as far as how much the movie industry and the comic book industry read back and forth. Because here's a really great key point on all this before we move on to our next thing. Yeah. Um, is um, oh, We do have next thing. Martha. Marvel Studios is canceling every Fantastic Four book currently in production that has an ongoing story, with the exception of if they already exist in other books. But their primary books, they're stopping. Why? Did they say why? They no, were, they're not. They're not. They're not going to do it now. No, no. They're, they were never going to do it. And it pops up. Oh, and it's like, well, it was supposed to be because they were. Um, they didn't want to promote Fox's Fantastic Four. So, they, so the the rumor going around was that they were going to cancel the Fantastic Four comic. Hmm. Which would never happen. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that even reminds me. The, I need to edit my article. Yeah. Uh, um. Even the uh, <laughs> even the editor in chief now, I think his name is Alex Alonzo or okay. something like that, said, "No, we're not canceling the Fantastic Four. Okay. It's never going to happen. Okay. Well, I mean, one of the one of the key reasons that people were saying that this was there was a lot of going around was the fact that they wanted to damage those brands specifically. Mm-hmm. So. Fox does not make as much money to bring in that. But. Well, that would be like canceling all the X Men. Well, books here's to, the yeah. reason. Here's the reason, though. Like again, why they wouldn't do it though, too, is just because these characters are modern myths. That's like we all know. Like these big, huge characters are 
our modern mythology. Like, yeah. the comic book characters, and, like, we even brought it up a little bit ago, like, James Bond. He's a, he's mm-hmm. one of our modern myths now. Right. Like, I mean, like, I mean, actually, I'm kind of curious, what, what, to go around real fast, like, starting with, like, Paul, like, who would you consider a modern myth now? Who would I consider a modern, oh, shit. <laughs> okay, you don't have to answer now. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I gotta think about this one. It used to be a, a subculture, but as we just discussed, it's become a huge thing. Is I would say Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine has become like a modern, a modern day mythology type thing. It started out a very cool character, kind of underground, but it has grown to his own independent movie franchise. Everybody knows who he is. Mm. Little kids dress up as him for Halloween. It's it's become like a modern day mythology. Can we establish what you mean by by myth or mythology? If, uh, if I didn't miss that, basically what I, what I was thinking was we talk- so back in the you know back in the day, yeah, King you know, Arthur, the, the Round Table, yeah, all King that. Arthur, the Greek, Greek heroes, yeah. they were all mythological heroes. Sure, okay, to entertain. To bring up, inspire, uh, inspire, exactly, and like you know, the difference between then and now is that their heroes actually grew and changed. Hercules went through changes in right. his cycle, and eventually, he got old and passed on the torch to Jason of the Argonauts. Right, and Jason of the Argonauts actually led a lot of the old Greek heroes. Right, you know, and then you know you have you know, the American myth like Paul Bunyan, yeah. right, or uh, yeah. John Henry. Yeah. Okay. Today, less popular Johnny Appleseed. Yes. I'm <laughs> sorry, my brain was there too. I was about to say. It. <laughs> the, the thing, though, with that, I, I think, I think the biggest pressing issue there is going to be modern technology. Like, who originated the, the King Arthur myth? Who originated the Hercules myth? We have no idea. I mean, it was it was people instead of standing around a microphone, it was people sitting around a fire inventing these but wonderful reasonings behind what their world was. I don't know if a kid today will ever ask themselves in the future, was Wolverine real? Because you've got the capability of seeing, you know, where the origin comes from. Um, I'm very off of what TJ was saying, but not all of them were had that origin. A lot of them were heroes. So, like, Hercules, like Jason Arnaz, a lot of the Greek mm-hmm. mythology, because I used to read a lot of Greek and Roman mythology, mm-hmm. and they would focus on heroes that worked for the gods. I mean, we even, even comic books today, like mm-hmm. Thor, branch off of old mm-hmm. myths. Those yeah. are super old ones. Uh, and actually... Um... Even back then, people knew that Hercules wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, because well, no, it, <laughs> not it, being there, we can't really say they, whether or not they really did or didn't. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. No, it's, I, I mean, a, a lot of those works were classified as you know, it, it, especially. I mean, the 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 regular. I mean, the regular person might have believed just as a, somebody might believe that Wolverine exists now. Okay, but. <laughs> I mean, it's a little harder now. Yeah, I but, know some people. Uh, but that. like the the contemporaries of that time when Hercules was around, all knew he wasn't real. It was just a story to inspire and to teach lessons. I don't know. I don't know that I agree with you on that. I, I think I think if we went back three thousand years ago and and asked even even you know the the intelligent you know uh, uh, Greek you know if we asked the ancient philosopher. Mm-hmm. They they would have bought into that same mythos. I mean, it was fed to them. It was this was how it was. World, you know, it was worked. You know. Well, here here's a good key point too. Like, if you have to think about a modern myth too, mm-hmm. there's are two really good smart ones that kick Slenderman. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, but no, sorry. There's two really great ones. Like, 
Would everybody here at this table consider Sherlock Holmes a modern myth? I don't... I wouldn't. No. Not... I think you have to look at, like, what you consider mythology. I, it, there's two... It's, it's okay. how you... And it wasn't... Knowledge back then wasn't accessible at the top drop of a hat. It was word of mouth. So when things are going word of mouth, it's easier to believe. Well, here's another thought There's about no that. trail. Yeah, that's what I... Okay, yeah. go, well, I'll get back to my point. Go ahead. Well, I think part of it also is how do we determine a modern mythology, a modern myth, when we're living through it? When you were back in that time, yeah. Hercules wasn't mythology, wasn't a myth. He was the character. And then there were... 50 other characters similar to yeah. him. He was just one of many. But he's the one that transcended time. So he's the one that became the modern mythology. He's the one that became the myth. But nowadays, I mean, maybe something today, maybe something today will become 100, 200 years from now still prevalent and they will be the mythology from today. But we don't maybe know. Maybe we don't know that right now. Okay, okay. well, That's here's a really yeah. good point. Like, I'm sitting across from Benj. Benj is wearing a Batman t-shirt. Batman was created 75 years ago, and we talk about him today. Kids still. That's why I bring up the idea of Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes was brought up a long time ago. Think about how prevalent he is. There are two shows happening about him right now. And, like, think about even if you watch the BBC series in season three specifically. Right, so good. And the opening of season three was, like, is Sherlock alive? And it was, like, the idea of them even discussing him as a myth. Is he real? Is he actually this person that's traveling through? Like, Doctor Who, same way. The character is viewed as almost like a mythological mythological character and a creature, even though it's a fictional character that's happening in our timeline, but... This character, these characters have existed. A lot of these characters have existed before we were born, and they matter just as much to us now as when they were prevalent then. I got, I got to go back to what Kenny was saying, though. I, I, I would agree, but I would think when I, you know, just, just was thinking now. I think modern mythology. I'd like to think of figures like uh, JFK, like George Washington. These are real people that lived real yeah. lives. You know, all of the ugliest parts of their lives yeah. have been dropped out, and now yeah. we all know this. The, the, you know, the honesty, we chucked down the cherry tree, yes, I did that. We yeah. all know that didn't really The sex with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> no, I mean, Jay, that's a good part. As being that, yeah, you forget, you know, and, and maybe, maybe where I'm having that's trouble true. following this line is, you know, I could be wrong, I could be right, doesn't matter. There's possible that there were, there were people that started the old myths. There might have been one very strong man that started the Hercules myth. Yeah, you know that that it was actually patterned after someone that physically someone existed. Real. So is it the yeah. question is is it a modern and, myth or a role model? Yeah, I, I think uh-huh. I think Sherlock Holmes is more of a modern role model than a myth because we know he didn't that. physically exist. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I don't, I don't know. I think you can for uh, the for example, Superman is could be considered a modern myth. Everybody knows he's not real. Hmm. Well, almost everybody knows he's not real. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to but. Be he teaches us, especially in the beginning, he was a social creator. He tried to teach, or, or uh, the, his creators tried to teach social values. He always did the right thing. He always was a good man. He was the big blue boy scout. Yeah, yeah he's the big yeah. blue boy scout. And that I see be, the interpretation that you're yeah, taking on mythology yeah. there. Yeah. So that could also be considered a modern myth. Mm-hmm. Batman eventually stopped using guns. Um, actually, then we might be using uh, the wrong terminology, because it might be more like a fable then. Because what you're describing is like Aesop's fables. Like, the fables mm-hmm. are meant to teach. 
Mm-hmm. And they are meant to impart um, values, whereas myths are stemmed well, in a different vein and had to have sort more of. religious overtures with them. Or well, yeah, because um, well, Achilles is kind of like something you can make an example of, saying that you sh- probably because before the fall. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's a fable. It's so that's more. Fable, well, but fables have the um, well. It's just the difference of um, myths. You usually have um, there are, is often repli- like implied symbolism and. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Them, um, and historical mm-hmm. significance a lot of times, but fables are meant to teach. Fables are the I think you're actually right because if yeah. you think about it, based on the terminology of us just saying superheroes are mythology, yeah. technically, you can really piss off a lot of people when I say this. God is mythology, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't care, I, but that's that's the truth. In the, the context of this conversation, yeah. you're stating the same thing. Yeah. Right. I, I actually, I, I think along those same lines. A lot of times I said with the creation story, for example, and again, I'm not to offend anyone, but brothers are devout Catholic. I respect people. I'm Catholic. New topic, creationism versus... I'm Catholic. Well, no, but I, I sometimes <laughs> wonder, you know, a lot of this comes from, again, the olden times. We don't understand the world around us that well. So we bring out stories to help us uh, um, work our way through why things are the way they are. Yeah. You know, again, in the future, if we had a cataclysm, I could see this. If we had some sort of a cataclysm, a major loss of, of current knowledge, and then society built itself back up, it's quite possible that comic books, movies, things like that, to a future generation within us, would become a source of I've got a really that dumb they point to throw into that one. There's a... Horrible movie. I know Horrible exactly movie what you're talking called about. Called Rain of Fire. <laughs> and he was right on my tail with that. He was <laughs> a dragon, <laughs> dragon movie. Christian Bale? No, it was, yes, 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 it was, it was uh, not a dragon movie. Yes, it was supposed to be one. So, Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey are talking with a whole bunch of little kids in a post-apocalyptic world. And they're retelling fucking Star Wars to oh, these kids. Oh, nice. And they're discussing the fight with Vader and Luke Skywalker. And it's a myth. To them, this is a myth. Because, it's a because there's no way for them to there's actually no way to prove the one way, way shape, yes. or form. Yeah. yeah, and also I think with myths, if you look at like you know back in like <laughs> Roman Greek myths, and what you said about Sherlock Holmes, they provide actual like reference points, like cities and rivers and things like that. Mm-hmm. You think that has anything to do with the definition Roman of what a myth is? Well, yeah, if the places are made up. That necessarily that takes away from the myth. That's just it's more true. of a story at that That's point. But if you give them actual reference points, things they can find, things you can find on a map. But that, that go- but that goes back to that goes back to um, uh, King Arthur. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that connect yes. that way, though. Too, because here, mystery, though. here's yeah, yeah and there's important. no idea of knowing. Like everybody says at this point with Arthurian legend, Arthur was a king at some point in time, but nobody knows. If no, that they happened. can actually narrow down when Arthur was king. Yeah, it's um the biggest thing is with Arthurian legend is there are so many sources. There are, like, I mean, I was doing some research for something on it, and it's just, like, the sheer number of different yeah. authors and people that decided, because people are going from, like, hearing the legend, and then a bunch of people are writing it down. Takes a different beat, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, and then, sources. like, there's mm-hmm. Lamorte Arthur. Like, there are so many different origins. There's poets that tackled the subject and took, like, characters in a different way, yeah. and it just turned into. Um, um, it's another great example of something just losing control is the Atlantis myth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Atlantis never yeah. existed. Uh, no, no. Uh, no, no. I think you're going to split the table on this. Oh, my God. God. Now Atlantis, damn it, i got to draw a line somewhere. There may have been an island somewhere that vanished. We're, we're going to have a cryptozoologist but, episode where we're going to like talk like, 
Bigfoot and a Loch Ness monster. Yes. This needs to happen. We're because, going coast yeah. to coast, baby. Well, I couldn't sleep the other night, and I watched three documentaries on Atlantis because I am still a you're fucking resident, believer. You're the resident. You're the resident. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I think it was Plato who originally wrote about Atlantis, Correct. and it was a joke. He oh, even man. said in his writing that it didn't exist. But people latched onto it and created this myth around it. This is true. However, there would have had to have been some source that he built it off. I don't think Atlantis was just something he came up with. I think he may have been mocking another... You know, they found in Spain something that they think may be the city that originated that myth. The concentric circles. They're still doing archaeology. Atlantis? No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, Spain. So wait, you're saying Plato could have had no imagination. You're saying Plato couldn't have written something like Harry Potter and made it all up. Whoa, oh, you mean that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you mean the lady that uses a bunch of old mythology, renames it, slaps her for God's sake. She no, uses already, Latin in her spells. It's... We already determined that women can't write good oh. things. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that means put down the axe. Cat, put down the axe. I think before we that go into our break, we're going to be down at least one cast member. <laughs> it's, nice. it's nice knowing you, bud. <laughs> and I know one of us has to leave before we jump into the next topics, but I think that means we're going to be down two cast members. I can remember the body on the way out. I know it feels. Okay, so, like, in all honesty, though, like, when you look at it, though, like, that's the biggest problem with the idea of modern-day mythology. Like, I think you can... It's defining mythology. It's defining. It's very definition. It's defining. Because, like, if we still look at it, and when we think of... What us personally think of mythology, for us, like... We always think of, like, the Greek gods and such, and, like, our yeah. modern gods are comic book heroes. That, that, is, yeah, that, that is our mythology. These are people that could not exist. We know this for a fact from yeah, most yeah. of these. Batman, it's questionable. He, you know, he can stick well, around. No, actually, uh, Grant Morrison, uh, a prolific comic book writer, actually wrote that the DC heroes are modern interpretations of the Greek gods. So the cycle continues. Okay. Right. Uh, Batman is Hades, Superman is Zeus, oh, Wonder Woman is Hera. He's not Hades. No, that makes um, sense. And if you just want to read amazing, <laughs> if you want to read about Greek mythology, and if you're not a comic book reader, I'm going to tell you this now. There's an entry point for you, and it's one of the best books ever written, hands down. Brian Azzarello. His Wonder Woman book that started in the New 52. If you want to read some of the best retellings of mythology for, like, the Greeks... Yes. I got that book. It is an amazing book yes. where you can... Yeah. What was the name of it again? Brian Azzarello, okay. the comic book writer. His run that has gone 33 issues so far? 33 issues. It'll be wrapping up with issue number 36 in October. Yes. So it's yeah, going to be three trades. So you'll have three trades to pick up. But I will tell you this now. If you want to kind of define this line for yourself about modern day mythology, what better way then to read about what we're... Considering potential yeah. modern mythology yeah. mixed with old yeah. old mythology, and I can tell you this now, you will not be sad that you did so. It is one of the what best. I'll check that out. Yeah. I would be so. surprised if you didn't. Yeah, love no, this. I'll probably like it but. because <laughs> it's it's modern day reinterpretations of the Greek gods. I'll get that as soon as my Dresden pile's done. Yeah, <laughs> I'll actually agree. I'll actually agree with him, and also suggest. Uh, Funny enough, the current run on Thor has yeah. been very good by Jason Aaron. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, I know Ben's just got to head out. Um, no. And puppy duties. No. Yep. Yep. Duties. <laughs> and Actually, literally. He's right. probably shit everywhere. So. <laughs> and Kat's going to kill Kenny. That too. So, <laughs> so we'll see you guys back in a couple minutes. Um, all right. 
So, after uh, losing Bench here, we um, we did have a big topic we really wanted to touch upon in this episode. And that one's, I'll, I'll put it this way, it's its touchy. It, mm. it's, it's a very tough, touchy subject, but it's something we wanted to really discuss. Touch on the doll where the subject is. Oh, <laughs> so, alright, so the topic that we wanted to touch upon was the idea of the fake geek girls. Rob's even afraid to say. I am. I am. I'm like, like, I'm like, this is the, the floodgates for hate mail. Well, it doesn't help the cat's holding a broadsword and staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we had a light discussion about two weeks ago, give or take, uh, involving Cat, myself, Kenny, and TJ. And where the hell was I? Poor fast. Son of a. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were screwing your wife. No, it's probably at work. Yeah, that's, that's more that's believable. Oh, Fair ooh, oh. <sighs> <sighs> Come on, burn your I, I guess so. I do that often. <laughs> Can't wait for Ashley to hear this. <laughs> oh, so I'm not enough for you. Is that yeah. what you're saying? You'd rather be at work than screwing me? Good job, Fesh. You guys have doomed me. It's okay, we're about to do you even more if this oh, goes wrong. So <laughs> Continue with your uh, your introduction to the okay. subject. So, with this matter, the reason why it's definitely a very dicey subject to get into is just because of the way it's actually really presented. Um, and we all sat down about two weeks ago, and when we said, hey, well, let's discuss this on the new show, we all realized the real key thing is it's not fake geek girls. We said... The thought process is more is it's everybody that is involved in it, and it's not fake geek guys, fake geek girls, and making them one thing. It's the idea is these people are jumping on a bandwagon. So, okay, Teach, go ahead. Um, I don't actually even think it's that so much. We were talking, we were kind of talking about the you know how the term geek, fake geek girls, started getting branded about, and I brought up that it was the Booth babes. I'm going to sit back on that one right off the bat. Well, I'm going to jump right on it because I'm going to say the same thing I said before. I do not see, and let me finish it before you turn it off. I do not see why everyone is so <laughs> upset with the booth babes not knowing the comic book industry. That's not their thing. They're an actress. They're paid to be there. They don't care. They shouldn't have to know it. Yep. That's their job. They're not portraying themselves as a geek girl. They're portraying themselves as an actress. If you have the girl that brushes her teeth with Colgate on the commercial, she probably doesn't use it. She uses Aquafresh. <laughs> Who cares? It's a job. That's all it is. Um, no, I was actually just agreeing with you. I think... Um... I forgot what I was thinking. Go ahead, TJ. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to oh, say, man. I'm not saying that that they were fake. Uh, okay. One, I'm not saying that anybody's fake anything. Okay, but what I was what I was saying is that's where the right or wrong, that's probably where the term started. Talking about these booth babes that were paid to be there and to dress up in costume. I'm not saying anything against them. I take I'm unemployed at the moment. I will take any job that comes down the goddamn pipe. <laughs> Let's dress them up like the new female Thor. That'd be so precious. <laughs> I have to wonder, and again, I wasn't in on apparently this original conversation when you first, you know, when it first came up uh, uh, yeah. several weeks back. But what concerns me is this conversation perpetuating the issue that we have because I know I know we're and I know Rob Rob you did uh, try and quantify this that we're not just exclusively talking about you know 
females in, in the geek world, that it's everybody. But, I mean, it, it is sort of telling that we're talking about boot, booth babes, so on and so forth. There is, in my opinion, a lot of misogyny within the geek world, within the gaming yes. world. I, I, you know, we, I think everybody like, here can agree. Yeah, and, and I just worry, maybe, maybe you know, we are talking about this, but th- th- there is a serious issue with people being somewhat turned off by the fact that there are some pretty rude males in the geek industry that are pushing this. If you're a girl, you can't actually be interested, etc., 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 uh, I'm going to let you speak, then I'm going to dive into my, what I'm okay. going to say. Um, no, I mean, I'm branching off of what you're saying, and it's very true. The fake the fake geek girl thing is a huge debacle, and I mean, a lot of it, um, just from going to someone who attends conventions, cosplays as a female, I know I have a lot of female friends who do a lot of cosplaying. They are super into comics, they're super into games, they're super into everything that they're cosplaying. I mean, I was a huge anime nerd, and I used to dress up for every convention, but you get women at conventions, and they are either branded fake geek girls, they are either, you know, they're touched, they're groped, they are, you know, belittled at every turn, and it is a serious thing. Cosplay in, like, when you go to conventions, it gets nuts. To be fair, if you get girls in any situation, they get groped, they get touched. I know people that went to concert, they were at Firefly, and they were like, I couldn't tell you many times, guys just grabbed my boobs. Girls that go to Warp Tour and they're like, guys, just grab my ass in the pit. It doesn't matter where you go. You could go to the movies. Someone's going to end up groping a girl. It happens. It's wow, way that's, prevalent. That's, that it's not a good so thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing, but I'm just saying it's prevalent. It's not exclusive to cons. Okay, so one of the things that I kind of wanted to bring up that when we were discussing, discuss, uh, talking about this tonight. I wish I could have been there for that conversation. Um, one of the things that... Oh, I've been thinking about over the last working. two weeks is the really kind of sad aspect of this. So, like, growing up in the 80s, like, into the early 90s, and really kind of getting an understanding of my interests are not part of the social norm, and now they are. Uh-huh. But back then, you know what was weird was you got bullied for that. How did it that, because all of a sudden our stuff is popular, the people that were bullied are now becoming the fucking bullies? We're the ones that are turning this yeah. into the worst aspect. It's the it's the hardcore geeks that are now the ones that are calling this shit out. Like, doesn't anybody remember, like, why... It, if, if you're in that position and you're the age that we are, and a lot of times when you read these stories, it's this person in their mid to late 20s or early 30s that are, like, groping and calling out these people. I'm not saying everybody fucking does yeah. it, but still, for, for the fuck's sake, if... You were in that same era as I was, and, like, even just being in any social situation, and you're like, well, I, I'm sitting there reading a comic book, and I like, oh, look at the nerd reading the comic book. I remember that very clearly. Why would you do that back to somebody else? That's really fucked up. Like, really fucked up. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I was the stereotypical nerd in high school. I had allergies. I had asthma. Oh, I had the inhaler. Uh, you're I allergic run- to grass, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't run around at recess, so I was always sitting with my nose in a book. And you let's only have one lung, so let's give him props for still standing. <laughs> oh. So let me tell you, if a girl who looked like some of the quote-unquote fake geek girls came up to me and was like, Hey, you read comics? I probably would have dropped dead from surprise that she was speaking to me. And it's a friend for life. Yeah, exactly. I would have never looked at her and go, yeah, but you're pretty, so you don't. What? Who the hell cares? She's talking to me. And I'm 14. (laughs) I'm going to jump in with one of two two answers. I'm not sure which one I would actually lean towards. Or any of them. It's always number two. Always bet on two. (laughs) 
But one could be how prevalent this is getting nowadays that it's not just the little nerd that was picked on that's going to the Comic-Cons. It's the football player from high school that is going to the Comic-Cons. And they have that mentality and they they grew up with it. The other option is a, the complete opposite. What is the stereotypical thing about the cop that's beating him? Oh, I bet you it's the kid that was bullied that now feels like I can bully other people. That could happen too. Mm-hmm. That's that's an excellent point. But I mean, often when I see any of these discussions happen and I read about them online, uh, I wonder if, and I and I almost am afraid to say we in the geek community because I'm not really certain 100. percent I've had these conversations with you guys before. We're gonna put it, we whether or not. Positive geek community. Yeah. When we well, say we in the no, geek community, we mean us in the positive But I'm not even 100% certain if I meet all the benchmarks to, to geekhood. And I, I know, it's something I've said It's before, not a benchmark, it's an interest. That's all it is. It's a fucking interest. Nonetheless, I, I continuously wonder whether or not we place our, our uh, uh, ionosphere of people with the same interests as being better than general human nature. I, I want to say that I think that it doesn't really matter. I think, honestly, extremely intelligent, not extremely intelligent, extremely athletic, not very athletic. There are assholes in every realm. And to say that we think that, I mean, it's good to say we expect our geek brethren to be better people. But to think that just simply because, you know, the geek community should stand for better things, that they do. And so when they don't, they're aberrations. I don't know if that really carries water with me. And, and I just want to make myself feel special because they can't see your hand movements, but I'm sure you were just doing them to do them. But when you said I, intelligent, you pointed to me and then went non-intelligent and pointed to teacher. No! And then you went athletic and pointed to me Did and I went really? non-athletic and pointed to teacher. <laughs> and I just want to point so out that I feel good about myself right else. now. Apparently, I'm biased. And so nothing I just said should... Ca- no, I, I use my hands when I talk. <laughs> Go ahead. So I just want to say that I am better than everybody else. Oh. <laughs> So, but it's. I think part of the problem. I think part of the problem is, is that, I mean, we're very as geeks, we're very protective of what we're geeky about. This is um, true. So, and I've I've gotten lucky as I got into college. I ran into a group of I want to say alpha geeks. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not elitist <laughs> people, as we okay. like to call them. I just know. No, no, you're no, one of them, jackass. <laughs> okay. And I will say, back then, I was the elitist asshole geek. They were the and geeks. I've gotten Alpha geeks. Alpha geeks. They were geeks that looked good, took pride in the fact that they looked good. Mm-hmm. They showered, they shaved. You know, lost you, their hair. You Sorry. Who were you hanging out with in high school that didn't shower or shave? You literally just described every metrosexual. <laughs> Have you I've ever been to a Comic Con? Ooh, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, it, it, if you've ever been to a Comic Con, it's a running joke. Some, uh, you know, some of the attendees don't shower or shave for the entire time. I will tell you, we were actually just in too many games, and it has culture has gotten better, and that has become a long running joke. We walked through a couple really tight spots in that convention that were rough. Like, very, very, like, oh my god. I think Lynch, who is actually doing our sound tonight, can we agree, yay? It happens at every convention. It's true. There's the all, like, the long running carry, you know, axe spray with you or a bar of soap. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll jump in and 
it's kind of almost steer it back to the original topic, but I'll also say that it's not always about... Because I'll, I'll get somewhat elitist sometimes, but I'm not going to be elitist against someone that I think is really into it. If it's someone that's wanting to learn, that's fine. Because I see people all the time and they're going, oh, you can't, you can't really be into this. You don't know anything about it. Yeah, well, neither did you when you started. Yeah. But there mm. are people, on the other hand, that jump into it and you can almost tell after talking to them for five minutes, they don't care. The moment this is not popular, they will not stick with it. They are the sheep of society. They're the ones that are going to go out there and go, whatever society says is great, that's what I do. It's not cool anymore? Well, tell me, society, what is cool? That? Well, I like that now. Those people irritate the fuck out of me. Orange is the new black. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Long joke. But that's not a, I love that movie. But that's not a geek thing necessarily. That's hold, on, a, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give it a second. But no, actually, I'm branching off of what uh, Paul said, and it's like, I think, you know, he was saying about the um, geek community, and I guess, like, you know, the misogyny being brought up now, or mm. Paul and Kenny, actually, like, but you guys are bringing up the fact that, like, it's being brought to awareness now, and I was kind of wondering if maybe it was being, it's being brought to awareness by the geek community that much more, like, all the bullying and stuff like that, because, like, I know a lot of people, and a lot, I mean, a lot of females are bringing all this stuff up, but, like, a lot of different, I mean, like, I've seen people of, um, you know, like, different color bring up diversity issues in the geek community and stuff like that, but I wonder if maybe we all bring it to the forefront so much because we grew up, like, where it was, like, not popular or we were belittled for it or ostracized for it, so when it happens to us now when we're older, we're recognizing it and we're more combative and aware about it than, you know, the regular... Well, no, what it is, it's, it's honestly the best way to view it is... I think all of us have had that teenage moment where, oh my god, I fucking love this band. This is this is this deep hardcore underground band. You meet the random person that is dressed in the polo shirt with the flipped collar and the khaki pants that are like, I fucking love that band too, and you're like, oh, oh, I can't <laughs> like this band anymore. Why did I get that tattoo? Why did I buy that T-shirt? Yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, it's it's anything like that, though. Like, we kept that mindset. It's what Kenny was saying like, with the idea of bandwagoners. Well, it's, yeah. It's but, as we grew up, for some odd reason, there's a lot of people in the geek community that's like... They've addressed They've it. been waiting for that moment. Yeah. And they just held on to that hate, like... Do you remember no. like stop? Did you guys see the the, the song that the uh, Felicia Day and all the group from the Guild did? I'm the one yeah. that's. I haven't. I haven't. No. Have you not? No, oh, it's no, wonderful. No. What it's is an, it? Well, it's an entire music video about this conversation. Do you know what it's called offhand? Yeah, uh, I just actually looked it up to make certain that I had the correct uh, name for it. But it's uh, I'm the one that's cool. It's that's the name of the the song. Felicia, that's awesome. Google Felicia Day. I'm the yeah, one that's yeah. cool. And it's the group from the Guild, and they do a music that's video. That's awesome. But it basically flashes back to it. She. Talks about, sings about, if you want, uh, the idea that, yeah, we were all these misfit outcast toys, if you will. Yeah. But nowadays, you look at any friggin' trade catalog, anything that's going on, it's the IT guy, it's the geek, it's the, well, we're pushing the future forward. You know, well, the interesting thing is, like, are we surprised, though? Are we surprised, though, that people are jumping onto that? No, I'm not. As we, like, as here, we here, go to the front Here's path. a very key point, though, in all of this mess. Think about this. Like, there's one person in, in, pop culture right now that's very big he has two shows on television probably the most well-known podcast network that exists mm-hmm. chris hardwick 
Chris Hardwick is a very attractive looking man. And he's a hardcore geek. <laughs> he's been on, on Attack of the Show, but before that, everybody knew him from Single Now. Or like old MTV days, way, way back. I don't even know who the hell he is. Again, I question my credentials. The, the Nerdist. The, if you've ever listened you've to The Nerdist, like, did you ever see Talking from Dead? The Nerdist. Like, oh, okay. Don't call me out like he's that. Got, he's got two TV shows. He's got Talking Dead, which okay. airs immediately after AMC's The Walking Dead every night. Oh, see, I don't watch Zombie Talk about it. Oh, I don't can't. worry about it. They give me nice On top of that, he's got on Comedy Central, he's got a show called At Midnight. Fantastic. Which really? is an excellent, really excellent show. And Chris Hardwick is a hardcore fucking nerd. And he's like, as if you want to put it in the context of this conversation, he is an alpha nerd. He's one of those good-looking guys that you would never pen for being into a lot of this hardcore geek culture. He's done more coverage for San Diego Comic-Con or any major show where he hosts panels, the whole nine. This guy is in deep with all of this stuff. But again, like, if you view that, if you... If you're walking a con floor and you don't know this dude and he's wearing a fucking Flash t-shirt and you don't know who Chris Hardwick is and you're one of those negative people, you're like, that's a fake geek, a geek guy. I don't know how many people are really... No, I guess there probably are a lot, but I'm not one of them. And I know it might be getting out of context, but I don't look at the people like that and automatically assume that they're not into geek culture. But there are those people that just aren't there for the right reason. And that's what bugs me. And I'll sit there and I'll say, you know, if this is, if this is what you really like, that's great. I'm not, I, I want to grow the culture. I want more and more people to come in. I think a lot of people want to keep it small and isolated. That's what they know. I want it to grow, but I want it to grow with people that actually have an enjoyment for the topic rather than are trying to fit in with what their friends are doing. No. Um, no, I mean, I'd be, I, the thing was, though, when Rob said, like, someone picking out the fake geek guy, I just didn't want to say, that's not a thing. Like, it, nobody points it out. If someone's wearing, it's true. if a guy walks into honest, a convention and is wearing a geek t-shirt, he is instantly, oh, you're one of us. If a girl walks in in a full fucking cosplay that she worked for months on. Poser! And, yep, oh, you're a fake geek girl. Misogyny. You know what that Very is? Very simple. That's, that's, misogyny. That's, yeah. that's the geek version of the frat boy going, yeah, I didn't get with her because she's a lesbian. That girl, that girl's a fake geek girl. That's why I'm not asking her out. It's not because I'm scared. True. It is the same, same that's kind really of interesting. It is. Absolute same that's kind of That's really vision. interesting. I actually think part of the problem is, um, Hollywood. There's, Dumb as it's gonna sound. Hollywood. Sorry, uh holy shit, I went back to like the fucking mannequin movie from the nineteen eighties. <laughs> wow, great movie. Oh, oh my god, just really dated yourself. Yeah. Should we mention uh, what the fuck we've been drinking for the last twenty years? Oh yeah, by the way, like half of this well actually no. Because I'm starting to blur. Ninety percent of the people at this table are drinking eighteen year old scotch. Yeah. So high from the street. I've drank eighteen year old scotch. I know, but I've also <laughs> been drinking a lot of beers before we hit this I, break. So was I. I'm blurring. TJ, you were on to something that yeah, continue. Uh, okay, okay, sorry. Yeah. I, uh, I think Hollywood is part of the problem. What's My brain still gen- went back to the yeah, table. No, no, sorry, okay. go ahead. Generally, what is the biggest geek show on television right now? 
Big Bang Theory, which the, is not a geek show in by any stage uh, at all. You're I right. will give my defense of Big Bang Theory as soon no. as he finishes his book. Okay. Just one. I'm gonna argue. Well, no, no, I'm not gonna I give. Have, I, I'm, I, not gonna I'm gonna give. file an amicus brief here. But community, community, community. No, 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 no. Just let me get my one piece on it, and you'll Hold understand. On. I'm not going to say whether it's funny or not. What I'm going to say is Hollywood continues to play the geek as the socially outcast. You know, the, the guy who can't hold up, hold up a conversation. And the problem is that doesn't hold true in reality. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah. But uh, we're all of the same ilk. No, it doesn't matter. On. We're holding up a conversation. A Pure, simple conversation. No, no, no. And we what I'm saying, our own background. No, what I'm no, saying is... I'm listening. I'm just... So, you know, you, you look at... You know, the, the most famous person from that show is Sheldon, who is socially incapable, you know, smarter than... Every, supposedly smarter than everybody else in the room, but unable to connect with the people in it. Have you met uh, Ian? Ducky's husband? Yeah, no, no. I'm not, <laughs> I I'm not saying this... I love Shout him. out to him, but... Yeah, I'm I not love- saying that those people don't exist... Yeah. What I'm saying is that Hollywood never shows the other end of the spectrum. Because think uh, about it, Vin, point. Vin Diesel point. plays Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. He's Does admitted he, it. Really? Yeah. He's admitted it. Oh, Robin, Robin, Robin Williams. Oh, he's cool, my so boy. addicted to Legend of Zelda, he actually named his daughter Zelda Williams. Yeah. Okay. See, and that's the thing, that's what they don't tell you, it's what TJ's saying. They don't paint the regular guy or the normal guy as like a geek or yeah. into geeky it's things. Always, it's know, always they make it the stereotype. Dinozo uh, from CIS. Love Dinozo. Uh, from NCIS. Mm-hmm. You know, is into sports. He's into movies. He's, you know, socially is socially adept. He gets all the girls. McGee. He tries. He tries. McGee, the, you know, guy who's into comics, the guy who's into... Fantasy the, yeah, is socially awful. Yeah, I'm going to hold on, hold on, Abby, hold on, hold on. Abby's the character. No, there's a big problem with that though, because they're not real fucking people. Uh, okay. Point. Oh, I'm not saying you know. Good, good point. The written character is based on bringing in an audience. Kenny, you look like you really wanted to say something. <laughs> I because I will argue because I think people are misguided and they're not thinking it through. What they want doesn't exist. What they say, I wanted the nerd sitcom. Why is the nerd always the sub character? Why can't we have them be the main character? Community. So Hollywood it finally exists. went, okay, it's cool. And even community though, what is it? They take a, a sitcom is characters that fit stereotypes that have ex- or have at least exaggerated personalities. All, what are you all, talking about? We, I will argue every point of what you just said. Will you not, <laughs> what, are you going to disagree that the characters on Community have exaggerated personalities? So does everyone on TV? Every that's fucking my point. No, that's, no, hold on. So what did they do? No, 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 no. Hang back for just a second. Okay. Community versus Big Bang. I wish I'd seen Community. Community. You can have, no matter what, every television show is going to have exaggerated personalities. We can all agree. Yay? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Especially in sitcoms. Yay. Yay. Okay. Yay. It's, it's kind of an archetype. You can't no. have a sitcom yeah, without having things. that. Community. You're talking about stereotypes. Let's look at Shirley. She is the black mother of two children to a black husband. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no. And yes, I did. I say I haven't seen Community, so I'm hoping that was... 
that fit? Because if it didn't, no. Oh, did it not? Which is great I because she's, she's the, that's she's the she old doesn't like actually saying stuff like okay. that. She and very rarely does. She'll go into great. black mode occasionally, hmm. quote unquote. Code switch is what but it's called. Here, here, switch, here's yeah. the thing, though, is most of the time she is the mother of that group of people. And they are people in their 30s and late 20s. Dude, I need a mom. I mean, I got a mom, but I mean, I need a mom. No, no, hold on, mind. hold on. Give, give me a second. Yeah. But so you're formulating. You, you have that. Then you have people like Troy. Okay, Troy. He starts off the show as a stereotypical black man that is going to make it hardcore in high school football, make it into a college career that's going to make it to the NFL. You watch the first season of Community and look at the first, what, four episodes, five episodes, yeah. and all of a sudden you watch Troy's character turn into a hardcore dork. It's awesome. And yeah. he's like, the person I can connect the best with is Abed. And this is the person I feel the best with and I feel at home with. And he says, I'm going to be exactly who I'm going to be, and it's not a stereotype anymore. That's gone. You have uh, Dean Pelton. Dean Pelton is into weird, twisted stuff. <laughs> and you'll have him show up wearing um, half man, half woman clothing. So trans- uh, transgender is the best way you can say uh, that, no, that. Or cross dressing, cross dressing, yeah. anything gender, like that. Gender neutral. Yes, <laughs> gender neutral. So you'll get that, and it says, "Oh, he's this way, and he's going to be the oddball character." He's not the oddball character. He's actually representing every other culture humanly possible, and that's what he does, and he does it well without making them a negative stereotype. Um, actually, from what, I've never seen Community... No, no, I've seen two episodes of Community. I'll be honest, I didn't find it all that funny. But Give it's... Give it a chance. I yeah. will tell you this now. Well, it uh, is the best What show. you've just described to me are stereotypes. No. Thank yes. you. They no. are. They, they are and stereotypes. The They're just Troy... different stereotypes than what you're used to seeing on television. Right, and I'm the gonna... thing about Troy changing in the first episodes, that's what they do. You have episode one, two, three. We're not really liking this character. We want him to get to this character. Switch him. Look at like the first I don't episodes say it's anything. Not good, they but always it do that with characters. I'm going to argue that right off the bat. And Cat will too. Here's the fact. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, no. For the benefit of everyone listening, Cat's no. going making the motion of me. What are you talking about? No, I no, I, I know, I know how my wife feels about it because we we've talked about it. Like, Community is a very well done show. Like, they do have stereotypes in like every other sitcom. Yeah, because you need to have a character to connect to. That's how sitcoms roll. That's how they function. But, uh, That's the norm. But okay, but so give it a second though. But they break a lot of those normal social norms. Because, like, if you look at Troy, he's like, yes, I am athletic, and I can do all these things, but I can also like fucking comic books. And I can like this geeky movie that only this guy over here in this show likes. And says, you don't have to have any kind of walls. That's the big point, is you guys kept pointing out stereotypes. The problem with stereotypes is you're... Looking at it in very specific things. Well, no, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that what you describe, like the, the, um, the black one, uh, the black the, woman, the woman. She's something. the mother of the group. Right. Is she so heavy set? Yes. And she's religious. And, and she, she likes to bake. 
Okay. She's the all... mother. It's the stereotype of mother of the group. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're descri- I mean, you're still describing but stereotypes. But that could be black or white. The skin color has nothing to do with it. It's, it's well, an archetype of the character. What I'm saying is that, you know, we, the geek stereotype only has the Big Bang Theory. There is no other end of the spectrum. Okay? Troy might be a great example, you know, might be a great example of a new stereotype that I think needs to develop. You know, yeah, and I it's got to develop in, in, in genres, to, in, in dramas too. You know, Castle needs to be sitting down, you know, with his daughter playing Dungeons and Dragons. And when Beckett walks in and goes, what the hell are you doing? He looks up and he goes, I'm slaying the dragon. That's awesome. What the hell do you think I'm doing, woman? No, grab a die and let's play. <laughs> I will look at it and go, because I've watched a lot of Big Bang. I've watched a lot of Community. Um, Community doesn't, they have... Characters that do nerdy things, but I wouldn't classify their characters as nerds. I classify them as... They're not classified as nerds to me. They're not the stereotypical nerd. That's... What you're saying, though, is exactly the point. Um, The problem is there shouldn't be... Like, people should be able to like things without being... Like, Fess shouldn't have to feel like he has to stand up to a stereotype, like, of, oh, well, I haven't met these standards to become a nerd. It should be whatever you like, you like. But yes. Absolutely. Yeah, and, I, but that's my point. Is, I think the community does set those, those I know, standards. And and if they didn't, I that, wouldn't feel as odd as I do. No, I know, but that's not fair. My point is, like, you should be able to. It shouldn't, like, it should feel like it is mm-hmm. in the community where you can have other interests, you can be a normal person, and like geeky things. It shouldn't feel like in Big um, Bang Theory where it's, this is the nerd. Everything you are socially it. awkward and, 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 you know, not adept at talking with people. And these are all your issues. I'm not saying it shouldn't be like that. I'm just saying that community, you know, community still has its stereotypes that they totally. play into. Yeah. The, pro- the problem is community's been canceled three times. It's back. Yes, it's back <laughs> again. It's, it's the back. Phoenix rising back. From- Hold on for a second. Like the the whole fact is still though. Before we continue on with this at all, it's the fact that we're talking about we've branched out here very far. A lot. Yeah. That's true. We were talking about this the is idea a lot to digest. Yes, yes. Very yes. and why it's an issue. And yeah. I, I can tell you this now. This is why it's an issue. It's because everybody's got their own mindset about all yeah. of this crap, mm-hmm. and true. that's why true. it's a huge problem. In in general, I think that. Um, you know, if someone walks up to you and they are in costume, you shouldn't belittle them. You shouldn't do anything. You should go, wow, that's a great costume. What I do is I, I hand them a rod of plutonium and then I run. Yeah. If they're real, they'll know what to do with it. Yeah. You know, if, if they... Um, if they're real people. If, no, if, if you handed me a rod of plutonium, <laughs> i try to find a DeLorean. What, oh. what if they tried to stick it up their ass? Well, I don't know, but to be honest, more it's than likely wrong. we're all going to die from exposure anyway, so it doesn't ass. matter. You know, I tried to become the Hulk, and so I stood next to the microwave for a while, and nothing happened, but I got overheated burritos. Um, <laughs> That's a superpower, too, you know. <laughs> you want a burrito? The, um, but when someone, you know, if someone's in costume, regardless of the costume, they put work into it. Don't yeah. believe them. Yes. Respect them. Respect them. Agreed. What he says. It, that you know, is so if you true. want to talk to them, walk up and you know go, "Hey, have you read the and pick the most famous bloody comic book right yeah. that and, had and, that and character?" Is, and if they haven't, you know what? Know what you've done. You put that seed in their brain. Says, "I've never read this book." Huh? 
Yeah, it, Maybe and I really should, should because it's a defining mode then of you the say, character oh, that you, I enjoy. Then you say, if they haven't, you say, then you should. It's a great book. You could probably find it over yeah. at that stand. Right. That's so okay? true. Okay, that's, that's the way you so handle true. people in costume. Yeah. That is an okay? awesome. That's a beautiful thing about this whole idea of people that are in that culture. What you want to do is, if anybody's ever interested in this, make sure you say, "Hey, awesome! I'm happy that you're into this." If you've not checked this out because you like this character, check out this. Or check out this. I think you'll really enjoy it. Encourage it. Let it grow. That's why in maybe hopefully 20 years from now, this is going to still be a thing. And not like back to that 1980s, oh, you like Green Lantern. I'm going to be the shit out of you now. Have a nice day. Or, you know, the Christian's beating down your door because you play d and yeah. <laughs> I just you had that conversation with someone the other day. <laughs> He's going to get wait, so wait, wait. many emails. They were saying, so wait, you're telling me that d and not the devil's game? They were surprised. Why the hell were we playing it? I have no a guy idea. who wouldn't, who, in high school who would not sit next to me because I worked on D&D during study uh-huh. hall. But oh, back, no. to the, back to the costume issue, I would look at it and go, anyone that took the time to make the costume is because they like it. And it would only be someone that goes, I don't know who this character is that I'm dressed up as, that you might even question why they did it. Yeah. And when you question them, and it's a girl, why'd you do it? Well, my boyfriend wanted me to come. You know what? She's not a fake geek girl. She's a loving girlfriend. How many yeah. things have you gone to yes. your girlfriends that you didn't want to be part of? Are you considering yourself a fake one of those? Yeah. Yeah, my true. wife and me love target shooting and fishing. My wife. <laughs> we have the exact same interests. My wife's so like, listen to this, so I'm not answering that question. Oh, no, <laughs> Honestly, though, I'm going to segment this conversation to nope, something we've else. Got to, we've got to. You know what everybody loves, though? Fucking Firefly. What's that? It's true. <gasps> Just sparkly bugs outside. I've watched um, three episodes. No, that's it's my to-do okay, list. Okay, Firefly, Josh Whedon. Yes. Like, have you seen Buffy? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Angel. Angel? Dollhouse. Anything Joss The Avengers, for fuck's sake. The Avengers? Oh, there you Did go. you like it? Did the way oh, the characters... Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Okay. What about Cabin in the Woods? Cabin in the Woods. Cabin, Cabin in the Woods? Cabin in the Woods? That's Joss I saw it here, at your place. Okay, well, let's talk So we wanted to go much. over so, people's uh, favorite Joss So speaking Joss of fe- fake geek guys... No. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about my insecurities. Rob, you have a sharp knife and a well, quarter? Because have- <laughs> I'd like to use them both. <laughs> All right, so... One of the well, things we, cool I know we wanted to talk about when we're moving out of this massive topic because it's impossible to move out of, so I'm gonna say hey, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it with like a fucking sledge. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Okay. So Joss Whedon. Guy's got a thousand and one great characters that he's written between comic books, because he's done Dissashing X-Men, he's done Dollhouse, he's done Buffy, he's done Angel, he's done the fucking Avengers. Uh, he was involved in Cat in the Woods, which was actually written by Drew Goddard. See, not yes. really yeah. Joss Whedon. He was a oh, really? producer. Oh, really? I thought, I thought, I thought we were involved. involved. Um, anyway. Whedon was involved. Well, producer. Yay. He said, oh, make that movie. I thought he wrote it too. But anyway. So, Joss Whedon, no. The guy's got chops with writing very good shows. Yep. And shows that you can actually get behind as far as the characters, the way the shows move. Um, so, I had a random question for everybody. Is who is everybody's favorite character he has actually written? I'll start out just because, obviously, <laughs> I'm very limited. Dr. Horrible. Awesome. Uh, I'm sorry. That's a fantastic first answer. First introduced. Great answer. Came up to your house uh, at one point, was first introduced. Yeah. This was back when I we were living in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went home, awesome. and I must have watched it 50 times it's in a fucking so row. The it's music's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um... Mm-hmm. 
I am aware of some of his other characters. I, I was aware of Buffy. Didn't really watch oh, heavily. Doctor Horrible's again. A lot of his works are now on my to do sometime in the near yeah. future list. But uh, no, Doctor Horrible. I can connect with him so well. I think it's a great character. Teach. So uh, I'll start by saying that I'm a bigger fan of his earlier work, That's and fair. I think after Doctor Horrible, he kind of got caught up in his own hype a little bit. I uh, think he also to- got kind of. Caught up in studio stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Was Cabin in the Woods before or after Dr. Horrible? After. After. after? That was well, I'm more thinking... Do- I'm still thinking... I'm more thinking Dollhouse. I think uh, was um, a, You know, I'm still disagree with you a little bit because Dollhouse... You know, it was. Okay, thank you. I saw the previews. I, I will say this. Dollhouse, though, that show, you didn't know what to think about it until you got to the end of season we one. We started watching it with you guys. Yeah. I stopped and watching it because it was fucking no, terrible. Proper, no, proper season one, the way it's supposed to end, because Fox does not know how to show a sci-fi television show. That's true. Because there was a show, an episode called Epitaph One that made that entire season mean a lot more than everybody thought it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And F- Fox fun. said, we're not going to air this episode because Fox <laughs> says... Hey, it's sci-fi, and everybody likes it. Now let's cancel it. Speaking of sci-fi, tune into Gotham on Fox, which will be canceled after six episodes. I'll be uh, so no, no, no! It'll I'm be a full season. Let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, I'll actually say my favorite, my, probably my favorite Josh Whedon character is Xander. That's awesome. <laughs> and the reason being is because Xander's like everybody at the table. He's a regular human. Yeah. And he'll stand up. He'll pick up the axe and go. I'm gonna kill that thing. Why? Because it starts saying my friends. Oh God! Please don't let me die. Uh huh. No, it's true. Xander. Uh, also, in the comic books, he eventually becomes Nick Fury. So. Oh my God! He <laughs> totally does. I kept up with the Buffy now, comics. Season eight. They were so yeah, a hundred percent. I right stopped reading after the end of and season eight. Me too. For the same. <laughs> what was the? Was that the super? Yeah, she suddenly became of, superhero. Uh, uh, superhero Buffy. And Buffy Angel. And Angel fucking in the middle of the air after they. That was. Were gods. But there yeah. was also something that happened at the end of season eight, which is a huge spoiler, and I'm just I stopped after. Oh, that and for um, listeners, uh, season eight was actually an in entire the comic series. Yeah. yeah. So. There was and no TV it, show, so it's you three didn't years old. The statute of limitations on spoilers is over. Yeah. That's true, that's true. But yeah, okay, so I'm curious so, as to what he's talking alert, about. After Giles died, I was oh, like, yeah, I'm whatever. sorry. You know what? He was he was like the benchmark for the entire thing, and when Giles went, I'm like, I'm done. I'm well, yeah, but he tried to get out of it like for four seasons. He did, but the thing was like I don't Anthony know, when Stewart, they, after the way season, that they killed him was so ridiculous. After season five, Anthony Stewart Head tried to ditch that series so fast. And they wouldn't let him go. But then they had the comics, and they could have kept him. And Giles was like that character that, I, like, they had killed off so many people and mutated them so far past that yeah. it was just like, yeah, I kept up a little bit. Yeah, of but they really, line. honestly, the, the last season, the last episode of, se- of the last television series, they should have killed somebody. That's fair. Important. And, and on the subject of death, why don't we hear what Kat has to say? Now that we've, now that we've basically <laughs> killed killed that conversation. Oh what my would you Lord. say your favorite one is? That's really tough. Um, I would say either Mal from Firefly or Wesley from Angel. And Buffy. Actually, I'm going to go with Wesley. That's three. I don't believe. No, you know what? I'm gonna go with Wesley because he was from Angel and Buffy. He transferred over. <laughs> the only but problem is that I don't dude. Believe, but... 
<laughs> I'm trying to throw a lot in there. Go! That, Wesley had, like, the most character growth, and I mean, he really Lately. dealt with a lot of stuff. Like, you know, in Buffy, he came off as a very unlikable character. He came in and, you know, you were kind of designed not to like him based on the way the show was going. Um, because he came in and he had all these roles and just totally went against what the main characters were about. But then in Angel, he really grew and he was the one who wasn't afraid to speak his mind about things with Angel and bring up issues. But then he also, he had the hardest character path of it. But then by the end, he turned from like this kind of prissy little, like, you know, English speaking, like, oh, I can't do anything to like by the end, he was a grizzled badass. So when, really cool. He was awesome. When yeah. you say like the character, though, you, from what you're saying, it's not exactly the character from Buffy, it's only the character from Angel. Yeah, I mean, he was entertaining. Same universe, yeah, no, it's true. Same universe, Same universe but um, the, the character he presented in Buffy, he was unlikable, and I mean, like, he was in, he was funny. Like there were funny moments. He was used for funny like comic beats, but he wasn't the the character he was in Angel. Angel, he was totally different, and he was phenomenal. All right. Well, we seem to be sticking to the same type shows, and I am not going to divert from it myself. Although I am going to divert a little bit. Because I'm going to more, I guess, the movie aspect mm-hmm. of uh, Serenity. Uh. And I actually, I, I went on and I looked to see what the character's name was. And it simply said, The Operative. The mm. main anti-villain, almost. He was a great character. <laughs> We've got our sound up. guy going crazy. <laughs> Just love it. He was, he was phenomenal. He was the guy that was... You understood why he was doing what he was doing. It was his job. It was nothing personal. This is what he does. He had the clout and the ability to go oh, wherever best, he wanted. He knew what he wanted. This is a good death. Yes. Just watching somebody slide down the edge of his sword like that. Like, you understood. You. He was an amazing, amazing character. It wasn't even just that. He also, like, drank the Kool-Aid of the Alliance. <laughs> yeah, he did. He absolutely did. He was he didn't question and that was part of his character and I loved it. He didn't question. He had he had the power to take over anything he wanted to and he chose to fight for a higher power instead. And in his mind that was the alliance. That's awesome. I honestly when I look at all these shows that he's done and things he's been involved in like between comics and movies and books my favorite character is Joss Whedon. And I'll, I'll say nice. why. Nice. Pop out. No, no, no. <laughs> Does anybody remember the presidential election from a couple of years ago? No, I mean, they elected that black man? <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, is that happened? I was watching news when that happened. Time, so, Mark, cut that out. Oh, uh, <laughs> damn it. And you can send your hate mail to what's your email address? We make jokes about like the new supremacist, the Hitler mecha suit for Iron Man, but don't make any uh, black jokes. Kill the Jews is fine, not the black. All right, so last election. Okay, that was uh, Obama versus Romney. Yes. Okay. So during that time, Whedon put out a video. I don't know if anybody here remembers this. And he said he was voting for Mitt Romney because he's the person that will bring upon the zombie apocalypse first. (laughs) 
And it's like a four or five minute video we, where we didn't realize that the people listen, that listen to him also view him as a character in his own world and decided to amp it up to the point where he's like, I'm going to go hardcore far right, like to the extreme and made it as a character that was also being political. Because like, here's the one thing I really respect about this guy is one of our, I think most of the people here, our favorite thing that he's ever done is Dr. Hart. <laughs> yeah. That was him making a statement about the writer strike. And that was saying, hey, you don't have to have these high-profile writers in Hollywood saying, here's your fucking script, when you can have anybody come up with amazing, great stories, that, and you don't have to have this massive budget behind it or anything like this. And said, you can do it on your own, and he did, and he proved it, and it's become a cult phenomenon. Like, our first episode of the show, we talked about um, cult films. Dr. Horrible is easily, is very, very simply, a great cult film because it has what needs to make that whole thing work. It has to have love behind it. It has to have energy and passion. And you can be as goofy as you want to be, and if you do it the right way, everybody's going to follow suit. But the way he states himself in a public light, though, is a character of himself. He very much makes that known. And that shows with all of his shows, like why it's impossible to pick a character from Firefly or Buffy or Angel or Dollhouse or Cabin in the Woods or any any uh, comic book he written between Astonishing X-Men, any of that stuff. He does such an amazing job of saying, this is who I am, this is what I'm going to present. And this is why I'm going to present it the way I am, because it says everybody's equal in this playing field. Because right-wingers could have looked at that video and said, go Romney, or said, the left-wing said, go Obama, because this is, like, straight-up satirical video, and that's how it is. But based on how you felt, you're going to make a decision. But if you're somebody that's in the middle, which is the way that he presents all of his, his ideas... It is very much says, you can like whatever the fuck you want to like. You don't have to be left-wing or right-wing. You don't have to be gay or straight. You Be who the fuck you want to be. You don't have to be somebody that's trying to edge on the geek culture. You don't have to be somebody that's already embedded in the geek culture. Be yourself. He is the best proponent of just being yourself. And there's not a lot of that in Hollywood. And Whedon actually says, I'm going to do this the way I'm going to do it. Addendum uh, myself sucks. Continue. <laughs> but I almost feel like I shouldn't add anything now because that was such a good ending. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all right, it's before there's dead air. I'll say this though. Um, yeah, I almost when you brought up Cabin in the Woods, I did consider the mermaid from Cabin in the Woods. As being a oh. <laughs> Thank you. If I can give a second answer, that's gonna be what it's gonna be. <laughs> But no, yeah. I will say best character Josh Whedon's ever created is Josh Whedon himself. So, and to stay on the factor, oh, we're going to end the show the same way we end every show with our Mary Fuck Kill, the traditional MFK. Wait, hold up. Peach, go ahead. No, no, I have a comment when you're finishing introducing right. the segment. So, the same way we end everyone. And last week, we did the guys from Firefly, the primaries. So... This week, we're going to do the primary girls from Firefly, which means we're going to be looking at Inara, Kaylee, and Zoe, because we already established that River's fucking insane. Nobody likes Simon, and Book gets killed. 
So. I'm dying heaven. Oh, Rob, spoilers. Damn it. The yeah, movie no, came out how fucking long ago. I'm sorry. Spoilers are over. It's your own goddamn fault. And it's not, <laughs> it's not in the movie. It's Or not in the show. It's in the fucking movie. So. Damn it. And the MC Frontalot. Right. MC Frontalot front front has right. a wonderful song about spoilers. But continue. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So, so my comment on this is this is an unfair... Uh, MFK. No, I disagree. Uh, no, 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 no. Because there's only one way to answer this. Okay, you have to marry Zoe. <laughs> you uh, you have to screw Anara. Okay, and you have to kill Kaylee. I disagree. No, 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 no. I disagree. Everything you had to hold say. Hold on, hold on, and I'll tell you why. I've only seen three okay. episodes, but I'm with Rob. <laughs> I don't want it to be that way. I'm <laughs> saying that's the only answer where you get out alive. Because you'd have to kill, because if you don't pick, uh, Zoe as the Mary, you might have to try to kill her and you're not going to win. <laughs> okay, I'm that's gonna... why this is unfair. Mm. Answering the question, I would say, you know, so I'm gonna fuck the hell out of Kaylee, uh, and just an addendum, I'm gonna fuck the hell out of series Kaylee. Okay, because I don't think she looked as good when the movie came out. Um, I might marry Anara and I'd kill Zoe. Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. Just like, uh, we, we love you, you're amazing, please don't stop doing what you're doing, please disregard everything he just said. <laughs> Continue. Let him finish his point and let him bury his own grave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, no, I just, I, I, I think she, I like, no, I curv- I I like curvy women, no, and she got true. too thin in the movie, is what I was saying. Okay, That's okay, fair. okay. Um, she's That's since totally gained fair. the weight back, so. Well, we, Again, we all have all different right. perspectives. I'm going to follow that up because I already thought about this for about two weeks now. Yeah. Because I knew this was coming. And I'll jump to Cat, and then I'll jump to the people that are new to the answering in the last. fireflies. I want to go last. <laughs> all, right. all right. So I'm going to say this right off the bat because um, Anara, she's fucking dead. I'm just slicing right across the throat, taking her little fucking shuttle and making it my own, mm-hmm. cleaning it out because here, here's, the, here's the main reason. Because you know what? As everybody says, okay, she's in companion on that ship. She's the person that's like already knows everything she you know she wants. Everything's gonna be perfect. It's gonna be the best sex you've ever had. She's like a professional. She's also the same person that's like, why don't you put the sheets up this way? Why is there a wrinkle in that corner of the bed? She could also kick your ass. No, no. Anara, but no. Anara? No, 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 no. Yes. No, 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 no. I disagree, I disagree, I disagree a lot. Because think about the rest of the people in the ship. So, still, so Anara? But we're not talking about the rest no, no, of the no, people no, no, in the no. ship. No, 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 no. My opinion. <laughs> you had your own headline. So, Anara? Anara's gonna die because <laughs> just got she is way, way too, like, touchy about her, her little yeah. pod and everything she wants and... Now why aren't you listening to me this week? Or now why aren't you listening to me the week after that? Oh, you got fucking married? I'm not going to give you my opinions on shit. Rob, you've been married before, right? I'm right? still married. And I I'm very happily married. And, but we're opposites. He's but the one who's like Nara. I'm not. Oh. Yes, oh so gotcha. that should be killing me at the end of this episode. So, gotcha. still. But I'll put it this way, though. Right? Okay. She does not put her shit on front street at all. She was very much like, I want you to be a mind reader about everything about my life. You need to know exactly who I want. You know what? No. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to take Jane's gun. Oh, I'm going to put a bullet in her head. Ouch. Oh, my gosh. End of story. Goodbye, Anara. Wow. All right. That's cold, bro. I would have said originally I was going to kill Zoe, but if you kill Zoe, 
Sylvie's gonna get just angry about that, and she's gonna kill you instead. <laughs> so, marrying so, yeah. Zoe, also not a good idea. So, Zoe, instead of me fucking her, Zoe's gonna be fucking me. <laughs> She'd be a great fuck. Because, I will say this, I know I'm not gonna be able to be the dominant in that relationship, whether it's a marriage or a sexual adventure. I know she is going to be the dominant of me, and I'm going to suck it up, and I'm going to play with Wash's puppets because I, he's already dead. And that's going to be the end of it, and I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, please don't fucking kill me when you're done, and you finish coming, let me know when I'm allowed to come, and then this is going to be the end of it. Because if I kill her, she's just going to, you know, resurrect and This says a, a lot about your relationship, just for the record. <laughs> so, I feel dirty. to tighten this up, kill Anara. Fuck Zoe. Kaylee. Kaylee's the sweet one. Kaylee's gonna cuddle at the end and not gonna kill me at the end. And that's how I wanna end up my life, and, which is not dying. Not dying. That's which is why I say there's only one answer to this. <laughs> so, my answer is definitely very much Anara, death. Zoe, let me, let her fuck me. Kaylee, cuddle. Happy bliss. I think we have to go with Kenny next because he looks like he's going to explode. God, cat, cat, you're in point. Go ahead, go ahead. amazing. Kenny looks so horrified. Um, I mean, I could go with the obvious, but I mean, like Inara seems like she would be trained for sex because she's a companion, but she also might have diseases. I mean, we really don't know about. <laughs> It's just like everything I built my whole answer on is all based on that. Sure, there's no disease, but they make no mention of prophylactics. No mention of her protecting anything, and she is fucking dudes, like so many dudes across every planet. Like I don't know if I want to go there. I think I'd be cool. To go where every man was entered before. Exactly. I want to explore some new territory. Captain's Law, so, 24, 48, 76. No, no, you said it wrong. I have syphilis. You said it wrong. Captain's Law. Oh, yeah. Because, yes. So I think Anara would die. I would bang Zoe because she'd be fun. I mean, she's Double sided dildo? She's very serious, but I mean, she'd be intense a, as she's shit. A, she's she'd like she'd be really give intense. Take. And she would be fierce as fuck, and that's what I like. Zoe scares so, me in that show. There you go. <laughs> I want fierce, that's fine. And so, and then I would marry Kaylee, because Kaylee's a shit, let's be honest. <laughs> Kenny looks really upset right now. <laughs> I have to say, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. <laughs> At these answers, <laughs> I heard this MFK and I went, Oh, there's only one real answer you can give. Look at the characters. And none of you got it right. Really? How did all of you fuck it up so far? <laughs> hey, okay. Every single person. Okay, elaborate. <laughs> okay, for one, Inara, you said that they have no mention of prophylactics in the future. You know what else they don't have any mentions of? Abriva or those other things that control diseases. It's been bred out. There are, are no more VDs. Thank Hence you. why they don't Thank need you. the prophylactics. Hence why I'm not allowed to travel into the future. No one has prophylactics. What about pregnancy? Pregnancy still definitely very much exists if that yes. race still exists. They have birth control. They take the pill. 
but they don't have prophylactic. All right, if she's if how much sex she's having, she would be done. Like she would be dead. She would have some sort of like compounded herpes, AIDS, cancer of the clit. It's and called um, it's called herbal herpetal syphilis simplex two. Sure, Ooh, nailed it. But she doesn't have it. You know why? Because it's not there. So a. If you're going to fuck someone, and on Rob's point, oh, well, she's the type of girl that would talk about the wrinkles in the sheet. Who fucking cares? You're not staying after you come. You splooge on her and you walk out of the room. That's why it's called fuck and not marry. Face and just, just go, go, go shut it for it. I don't, I don't understand. This is marry, fuck, kill. Not marry, fuck, and cuddle, kill. I don't give a shit what she thinks. The cuddle puddle was a very important part of sexual encounters. <laughs> I don't give a shit if she thinks the, the curtains are messed when I threw her up against them. She's trained at what she does. She's going to give you an orgasm like no one else come. You're going you're gonna to come all over her face and she's going to thank you for it and then lick it off her lips. Because that's what she does. So the obvious only answer is fuck Inara. I don't want to hear what you have to say about fucking, or fucking killing somebody. Then there's Zoe, who you sure as fuck don't want to fuck. Zoe, by far the ugliest out of all three of them. Oh, absolutely, absolutely the ugliest out of all three of these choices. Kenny apparently is very racist, so we should say all of me now to... What is it? Why, why is it that just because I find her unattractive, it's because she's black, and not because she looks like she could beat the shit out of me? I was she trying to make you look like a bad person, that, that's but all. But some people think that that's attractive. Okay, I mean, they're not me. Again, I want to make you look like a bad human being. She so. is absolutely not someone I want to have sex with, because if A, she's not attractive, B, she looks like she would beat the fuck out of me. She's the type of girl that's uh, like, you I'm not only gonna, the time of the right type of sex. Sir. I'm not only going to ride you, but I'm going to punch you in the face while I ride you. Ugh. No. No ambition oh, for that. And I God. sure as heck don't want to marry her with her fucking royal attitude of like, sir and mister and I'm a commander fleet. No, fuck that shit. The person you marry, you want to be like loving and cuddly and that is not her. Kill her bitch ass. She's done. And I'm not worried about whether she would fight back because again, it's Mary fuck kill. It's a given she's going to die. Unless she's coming back as a zombie, I don't care because the rules say she's going to be dead. Wow. So kill the fuck out of Zoe. She annoys me. Fuck her. She's out. And then there's Mary and there's Kaylee. Why? Because I would, she's sweet, she's yeah. romantic, and I want to have sex with her over and over and over and over and over. All right? Look at her. She's fucking gorgeous. Anara, she would be great to fuck once and have this amazing thing, but when it comes down to it, I would lie in the wet spot for Kaylee. All right? I will have breakfast with her when it's done. Why are you looking weird? You know what the wet spot is. No, no, no. We call it the cuddle puddle here. We do. That's the cuddle puddle. Fine. I, but, it's, oh my gosh. No, she's sweet. She, you can talk to her. She's fun. You just want it. You want to cuddle her. You want to kiss her. You want to hold her. You want to shove your dick in her ass. She is everything that you want in an amazing wife. The only obvious He's answer. Right. Marry right. Kaylee. 
fuck Anora and kill Zoe. <laughs> Why no applause? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. The slow clap. Slow clap for the so slow. So from banging Anara, you got I'll, the slow clap. The slow clap for the slow people. Sorry. <laughs> We've already established I didn't watch too many episodes. Uh, I think you've all approached this completely wrong. Uh, too, many, too many episodes. No, no. All thirteen. A lot of well, times. I, there's so much masturbation to happen. Can we cut that? No. <laughs> um, no. Look, there's only book. one obvious answer in that universe, and that's to become a preacher. And then to push Mormonism. <laughs> and then to marry all three. And that's my answer. Every night, I get to pick a different Christ's bride. I Every night. Christ. No, fuck that. Because if I had to have sex... Hey, look. You can either kill Zoe, or you can have a slow death while having her have sex with you. Or an even my slower friend. death my by friend. putting up with her every day of your life. My friend. I'm marrying all three. I'm marrying all three. Period. Who are you fucking and who are you killing? Are you killing all three? No, it's actually pretty wild. I'm against fucking No, no, no. No, no. Because that's not the rules of marriage. I know, I know. And I tried to get around that. And you can marry all three, and that's that's great. The only character I connect with, like, connect with, like, you only have to watch a few episodes (coughs) to realize that Kaylee's who you want to live your life with. Yeah. She is. She's sweet. She's She's innocent. But... At the same time, doesn't that sort of say something about everybody's personality here? That it's like, oh, look, the unsoiled one. That's the one I married. She's and by far the hottest out of the three. Dude, two. she's fucking gorgeous. And by far, she is totally unsullied, as seen in the series and movie. It's true. Yep. I but, even, um, she it, also, I know um, what I'm doing tonight. Well, the thing with Kaylee, though, too, is she's not only, she's not Fireball. the naive innocent, she appears like the naive innocent one. See, that's the only one I've but seen so far like, as naive innocent. But she's, like, pretty sassy. I mean, really? like, she well, is very, you there's know, sass like, sass and then there's sass. She's, she appears like, like, kind of a pristine girl type of thing, but then she's she'll a roll out with the guy. She's a total tomboy. Oh. Total tomboy. So, I, I may have misunderstood the, uh, Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> Not as badly as I did. Well, no, no, because uh, I thought <laughs> I thought the fuck part was you got to fuck them multiple times. I didn't realize it was just once and oh, done. One and done. Oh, once, once and, and done. done. Oh, okay. Then you, I would marry Kaylee then. See, because, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd probably uh, I'd actually change my answer to what Kenny said. I'd See, be, yeah. I'd fuck. Uh, I'd marry Kaylee. I'd fuck Anara, and I'd kill Zoe. Absolutely. Damn your logic. It's the sir. only right I answer. Met Zoe. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying... I can take it. Oh. <laughs> no. Alright. <laughs> no. Anyway. Can't I, I, you know, I'm going to follow, follow this one oh, up the God. same way oh, that God. I followed up the last one. I'm not sure how you could follow this up at all. No, ball. because you're going to poop out of your mouth, You're going to poop out of your mouth. I know it. I know it. He poops out of his so, mouth. So, to, to wrap this up really tightly, real quick, I'm going to do a quick... Tightly? Tightly, tightly, tightly. Like... Like butthole. Not like, and not like Anara's vagina. Why do we like always Kaylee, end up here? All right. Yeah, why so she's a pro. Give I'm gonna hit holes on her that no one ever right. has. All right. So like her ear. Everybody straight. Who did everybody kill? I'm gonna go around real fast and let's come back to me real fast. All right, Teach. Who did you kill? I would kill Zoe. Zoe. Cat. Anara. All right. Fesh. Fuck. I'm going with Anara. Zoe. Okay. So and I killed. I killed Anara. Alright, so, because we were originally looking in, it says there's three crew members left last time. That means we've got Simon Tam, River Tam, and Shepard Book left. 
Yeah, no, we're don't not gonna touch make, the preacher. We're not going to make this the make the three of them their own show because we love them, but they're supporting characters. And let's enough. be honest. Nobody so wants to do still, that. so you've killed everybody. Uh, well, well, you killed your main person. Who is going to be your replacement? Fuck out of the three of them, Joss Whedon. Your replacement. No, your replacement. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So out of book, you, River, and Simon. You get. Oh, I got to I got to get rid of. You killed somebody, so you get a secondary fuck. Who would your secondary fuck be? Out of, I, out of so a, after you fucked Anora, who would you want to fuck? So you got Simon. Kaylee. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Si- Simon. It's gonna be one of the or Shepherd Book. One oh, of the untouched. River. River's River. kind of hot, dude. Yeah, River. I'm actually sorry. Got, I gotta go with Kenny. I'd fuck. I'd, my secondary fuck would be River because you fucked the crazy. Mm-hmm. River. I Even will I say that. I have dated some crazy women and they have by far been the best sex I've ever had. I have stories from having sex with crazy women that my friends thought I made up or got from penthouse letters. Crazy women are good in bed. And she's still hot. She I, is. I, I write down what she you tell me and I send it into penthouse. That. That's why you're getting confused. <coughs> no, River. Oh, God, River. Only female. female. I'm going to be biased. I'm Simon. Homosexual. Simon. 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 Yeah. Shepherd book because it's going to be a religious experience. <laughs> oh, Zinga. Get out! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was bad by my standards. I know. That That's why I did it. Awesome. <laughs> I would like to thank whoever sat through all of this. Oh, so far. <laughs> yeah. So, everybody, again, thank you very much for listening to episode two of the show. Uh, as always, you can find us on www.thecaffeinecrew.com. Well, sorry, www.thecaffeinecrew.com. Um, you can reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at thecaffeinecrew.com. Um, you can also find us on YouTube now as well at Caffeine Crew. Um, so make sure you look us up. As well, you can always email us if you want to write in, yell at us, tell us that we are horrible fucking people. At We're not. The yeah. Caffeine Crew at gmail.com. Um, and again, our intro comes from DJ Cutman from Game Chopped Records. So please check out this stuff. Um, <laughs> He's awesome. Yep. Read our articles, like our Facebook page. It's true. And again, Love real us. quick, as we end every episode, we're going to go quickly around the room real fast, let everybody know what we're working on. Kenny, what do you got going? Every Tuesday and Thursday, be sure to check out the page to find We Review It All. I do reviews of anything and everything I can find, whether it's an actual review for a movie or a horrible review of a rock I found in my yard. <laughs> I would I review anything you mm-hmm. would like to send in, mm-hmm. including I your ex-girlfriend. Those. Send a picture of her oh. and I will review it. Giggity. Uh, I'm working on a Rick and Morty piece, so uh, that should be up in the next couple of days once I figure out exactly how to put it all together. Uh, sometime on Sunday, the next episode of Spandex and Capes will go up. Uh, this will be an actual article instead of just a review, and it will touch on what uh, Rob touched on in uh, the uh, <laughs> WTF article. Yeah. And I always do the daily AMVs, so I will have more AMVs coming your way every day. And I also will have more cat pictures and smaller shit coming up. Good stuff. Nice. And for me, I always have the What the Fuck Wednesdays going on, and uh, as opposed to the uh, old school Friday fan films. We're going to be moving on to something new, which mm-hmm. is going to be their uh, retro rewind. So look at that, uh, like that going on for the next two weeks coming up. And um, aside from that, though, too, me and Lynch are also going to be at J One Con on September fourteenth, which is an anime convention what? in Philadelphia nice. on Sunday. Very nice. We're definitely going to be there covering the con. So if you happen to be in the area, make sure you look for Harry. the Asian dude and the look bald. for Gray Full Buster. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Look for Gray from Fairy Tale and the bald dude wearing a fucking hat. So <laughs> uh, 
But Easy to say. That's a good way you can find us. Again, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much um, for reading the site. And dealing with Checking back. And we will see you again in two weeks with another episode of the show. Look for the next episode of Chaotic Neutral coming out soon as well, no, too. Happy. Oh, yeah. Um, and thank you so we'll much. We'll record sometime. You they will. will. Just don't call the cops. Okay. Thanks again, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Peace.